He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. This is my show. That was Kevin McCarthy on his way out yesterday after the vote to remove him from the speakership. We talked about it. It was wild. It unfolded right before us on the show. We didn't even know it was going to play out that way. We knew they were voting, but it just it just so happened to go that way. We're going to get into it today. We've got a lot of discussion on this because it is historic. It was historic yesterday. It still is. We've got a week to figure out where things are going next. So we're going to touch on that a ton today. It's going to be a combination of what led to this, some of the conversation that's happening now in the aftermath of this. We're going to talk about who's next. Okay, that's what Bill Goldberg always asked. We're going to ask it too. Who's next? So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some of the folks that are throwing their their hat in the ring, some folks who have taken their hat out of the ring, such as Kevin McCarthy. We'll get into all of that. We've got some other crazy stories that have nothing to do with the House Speaker seat, uh, House Speaker uh, ship being vacated. Uh, so there's there's plenty of stuff that we're going to get to. Of course, we got the post show press conference. It's Hump Day, folks. We're going to have a fun day. We're so glad that you're here. Hit that like button on the way in, and also check your savings accounts. And moreover, check your strategy on your retirement accounts, your savings accounts, whichever one or both. This economy, this economy is in tatters. It's not good. The value of the dollar in tatters, not great. So please be smart. There is a way to legally opt out of not only the digital dollar, but there is a way to transfer your funds into precious metals IRAs, gold and silver IRAs with an entirely legal tax loophole. All you have to do is call my friends at American Alternative Assets Get a free wealth protection guide from them. Talk through all of this with them, and you can learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar in volatile markets. All you got to do is call the number on your screen, 833, the number 2, USA Gold. That's 833-287-2465, or you can visit protectfrombiden.com. Fill out a simple form. They'll get in touch with you, and the rest will be history. So let's talk about this. And let me let me we uh, we talked about it yesterday, right? We talked about everything that happened on the hill with Gates and whatnot. Let me let me preface all of this though as a reminder, particularly for those who who are here for the first time. I'm not some MAGA person. I get lumped into it like we all do all the time because if you're conservative or you're bald, you're a neo-Nazi, you're MAGA. You're, no, no, no. I'm not some MAGA person. That's not me. I haven't been to a rally. Don't have a hat. I'm not exclusively on Matt Gates' side either. I'm really not, if you listen to the show or <laughs> anything that we do here enough, you'll re- I'm really not on anyone's side in D.C. That's just not me. I care about America. I care about disrupting the broken-ass system that abu- has abused us for a very, very long time. And we can argue, which is happening right now on social media, the best way to get there, the best way to enact change. And there's, there's frankly, some good arguments out there. 
But I'm for, I'm for this. I'm for anything that challenges the status quo and disrupts like this did. We don't have two parties anymore. We never really did. We have one. We need more, but we have one as it stands. We don't have the 435 in, in the House, 100 senators representing us, finger parents, like we're supposed to. We have maybe 10 or less, like we were talking about yesterday, that actually care. And that's probably the understatement of the year. And it's also a massive problem. But remember, as we discuss everything today, as we endure the next week plus of infighting, infighting that, by the way, was there before. So many people saying, oh, this is just causing a fight. We were on good terms and getting things done. Like, no, you weren't. The GOP was fighting each other, and we weren't on good terms before yesterday. We hate each other as a country. We hate each other within the Republican Party. No one's liking that. I'm not saying this gleefully. I'm not celebrating it. But anyone saying we need to come together and do it different, please present a different way. Please present a different way than was, was done yesterday, where we said, okay, we're just going to go in, drop a grenade, and walk out. Obviously, not literally. But so far, I've not seen any ideas that make any sense, and I've not seen anyone that has actually fought to bring about meaningful chains. change. So on this issue, on this particular vote yesterday, I stand with Matt. That doesn't mean that I stand with him on everything. I just do on what he did yesterday. And a lot of people can't figure out how to distinguish that. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're all in on Gates or you're all in on this person or all in on that person. No, I'm not all in on any of these people. But I'll recognize something that was done that I think was the right move. It's being criticized bigly today. But I, I think it was the right move. I think so, too. And the, what, what backs up the fact that I think it was the right move are all the people who are coming out against Matt Gates and criticizing this and also criticizing the, uh, the, the reps that, that voted for his ouster, saying, oh, they're a bunch of they're siding with the communists and this and that and everything. And it's, my perspective is they're not siding with the communists. They're siding with the fact that McCarthy represents everything that is wrong with the current system that we have in the makeup of the Republican Party. So when you, you know, throw people in there like these other, you know, conservative con men, you know, saying that Gates needs to go and he's a piece of shit and, and the rest of it that I've been seeing on on X all day, it, they're part of the con as well. And then you have people like Newt Gingrich and you have the entire Fox network that is opposed to, to uh, McCarthy being ousted. So to me, that means that they're honest, that they're over the target. When you have that many people saying, oh, this is horrible, we shouldn't be doing this, they're, they're, they're part of it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I, 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 and by the way, we're going to talk more later today. Newt Gingrich, uh, you know, as you said, spoke out and said that this is wrong. He's not supportive of this. Newt Gingrich, one of the names, I don't think it's going to actually happen. But Newt Gingrich, one of the names that was floated as, like, he should be, he should come back and be Speaker of the House. God, no, 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 stop it. Just he, he's Biden's age. Yeah. Well, it, but beyond that, just you know, in terms of of where he is uh, politically, he's right. He's right on some issues. And to be clear, too, as a preface of where we're going to go with this conversation today, there's some people who voted against it yesterday who I don't think are trash. There's there's still some decent people who voted against this that that are salvageable and are not awful Americans or awful representatives. They could be better for sure. But let's let's be clear about that too. But all the, the caveats and prefaces aside here, 
Here was Matt Gates's mic drop moment just before the vote happened yesterday. Let's take a listen. And when it comes to how those raise money, I take no lecture on asking patriotic Americans to weigh in and contribute to this fight from those who would grovel and bend knee for the lobbyists and special interests who own our leadership, who have, oh, boo all you want, who have hollowed out this town and have borrowed against the future of our future generations. I'll be happy to fund my political operation through the work of hardworking Americans, 10 and 20 and $30 at a time, and you all keep showing up at the lobbyist fund and see how that goes for you. I reserve. I reserve. I love it. I love it. I love the boo all you want. Uh, but uh, that's just a small s snippet, obviously, of what he said. But so much right with it. There's so much right with it. And I just, uh, again, that doesn't make me a Matt Gates person. I, I, I care little enough about Gates and everyone else up there, which is not to say that I dislike them. That we were just with him the other day, and I didn't, I didn't talk to him. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, fanboying over him. Like, there's, he's right there. I could talk to him. I'm not going to because I just don't really like politicians. But he made the right move here. He made, he made the right move here. Tom talked to him. How was that conversation? Uh, very sort of basic. <laughs> no like soup recipes or anything like that you didn't get into that like no fall. it was just very quick i had introduced myself i told him that you know i was from florida originally and he uh, naples florida and he talked about oh yeah it's you know growing yeah all right later <laughs> <laughs> hey big gulps well see you later uh but i could tell that you know he would rather he there was nothing that i could do for him and he'd rather get out of this conversation somehow yeah no, I mean, it, 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 we talk about that all the time. It's he, he did the right thing. He's not necessarily perfect. Uh, he's certainly not perfect. He's not necessarily on our side on everything. And he's 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 just another person. He's just another person uh, who's who's got himself a win this week and, and good for him and good for us, by the way. By the speaking of, by the way, before we continue on to this conversation, Everyone's posted about this, but we just have to see it because I saw it and about spit out my drink last night. I didn't because that's alcohol abuse. But you, 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 as he's speaking and giving his speech, uh, pay attention to Ilhan Omar here. Some, someone's got to get her to slow down. She is getting real excited. Not this one. It's the next. Do you have the next one? Yeah. I don't know where it went. Give me, yeah, give me a moment. So you, you've probably seen the pictures, but <clears throat> Ilhan, you know, he's he's there on the screen, and then Ilhan's back to his left. It's going to be screen right when it's time. And she... When Gates is talking. Yeah, when Gates is talking, and she just stares him down and is literally licking her lips like <laughs> it's a delicious piece of it's meat. It's not the same clip, but I'm, I have it. It's the same clip, but it's not the same one. I, I don't know where it went, so... I don't. Okay. Yeah. All right. Disregard the text on the screen. Some stupid person wrote. The, if you're listening, Sunshine Rose, you're probably not stupid. Maybe you are. I don't know. But disregard the text. Can we just zoom in? Maybe pass some of that. And this. Yeah. Or scroll down. I just. I hate having that on the screen. That's that's some trash. You know what stuff. There we go. That's good enough. She's looking at his backside. Let's let's listen to look at this. Is she a lizard person or one oh. that met booty? Oh, now we just got dinged too on YouTube. Uh, but you can see, you can see, ah! you, 
You can see that was just a fail of a moment on the it show. It was. <laughs> it was everything about it. I don't know that that we're even going to continue. Um, but <clears throat> she she was licking her lips, staring there, um, and it was it was just a great scene. There were so many great comments on on the internet. Like, it's not your brother, Ilhan, and all these stuff. Like, <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, but back to the vote that we, that we, again, we aired here, the motion to vacate the speaker passed 216 to 210. And this is, I mean, it, it really was. We felt the impact of it yesterday when it happened. Everyone kind of had that, wow, this just happened kind of moment. But it's the first time a history to motion the vacate has succeeded. He's now the shortest serving speaker of the House since 1876. You heard that right. And here's the thing, too. You got to remember, anyone who know I don't know Kevin McCarthy personally, but anyone who does know him has talked behind the scenes about how this has always been his goal. This has been where he wants to be, what he wants to do. He got his dream job. It didn't come easy. It took 15 votes to get there. And then he was ousted. For the first time in history, shortest shortest since 1876. But you had just eight conservatives who voted against McCarthy. Again, it would have been nine. Anna not there. Anna was dealing with personal matters. And I'm, I'm quite certain that she would have voted that way as well. But you had Gates, Good, Buck, Nancy Mace, which is interesting. I'll try and remember to come back to that in a second. Rosendale, Burchett, Biggs, and Eli Crane. Uh, our friend here at the show, who all voted to oust McCarthy from his seat. I'll just do it now while I'm thinking about it. Mace. It's interesting about Mace, and it just shows that, like, there's people who voted for him to stay that everyone is so mad at right now. We're going to talk about some of them in a second. And it doesn't mean, well, well, maybe they got a different, you know, they they voted differently than you thought they should have on this. It doesn't mean that they're wrong in everything. And likewise, just because someone voted for this, you've got to check the whole the whole package, right? The whole picture to see what's going on. Mace has been all up on on Matt Gates on a lot of things, not sexually like she was at the prayer breakfast, but like in terms of describing him, going after him uh, on Twitter. It doesn't mean that they've not aligned on some things too. You know, two things can be true at once, but she's gone after him on on a number of occasions and and gone after some of the thoughts that he's put out there, but went along with this. So it makes you it begs the question, all that to say is like, OK, hang on. Are you doing this? It's kind of like the conversation we had for Matt the other day. Are you doing this for the right reasons or are you doing this to capture a certain element or certain portion of the vote? In this case, the question is to you, Nancy. What are you doing? Is this is this what you think that your constituents want to hear and that's why you're doing it? Or do you just really believe in this wholeheartedly to the point where you're doing it? And I don't know the answer. I can't only only Nancy can answer that. But th those are the kind of questions that pop up with this. Yeah, it, and one of the biggest questions that I have too, and it'll be very telling, because there there's talk about, you know, kicking Matt Gates out of the House of Representatives. And and there's you know I was just reading as well Grover Norquist and his his pack has put out commercials against Matt Gates. Isn't it, it for all these people who are on supposedly our side talking about how much you know they don't like this and you know how screwed up everything is and Matt Gates this and you know he he's trying to you know get more camera time for himself. Look how hard our side is going after one person. I wish they would fight this hard against the communists as hard as they fight against Donald Trump 
Matt Gates and the rest of us. It it's like I know the Democrats hate us, but I also feel like there are a lot of people on our side who also hate us. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. I, I just feel like we're in this weird sliver of I don't want to be a communist. You guys say that you're trying, you know, to prevent us from being communists, but every time that we try and move the ball forward to keep us from from being communists. You hate us. <laughs> right. <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. Um, well, we're going we're gonna to come back to that, uh, the Gates stuff, and them talking about booting him out. There's definitely, we got to have some conversation about that for sure. Um, but as most are, are, are saying, and I think is true, uh, pay attention. You said it earlier too as well, Tom. Pay attention to the folks who came to McCarthy's side in this. And and moreover, what their reasoning was, because I, I'll be the I'll I, we're we're gonna get into this conversation this very second, in fact. But I, I've said it once; I'll say it again. There are some good people who voted against this motion. It doesn't mean that they're awful. It means that they got the vote wrong, perhaps. Yes, but that's just true on a number of issues. Christine Ohm voted against the NCAA thing in South Dakota. Everyone thought she was all of a sudden a horrible person when she was their favorite minutes before. There's going to be some 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 W's. There's going to be some losses. That's just how it goes. But you had someone, and we'll start here. Well, well you had Jim Jordan, who didn't like it, for one. Jim Jordan came out against it, which maybe it's surprising to some. Maybe it's not. But he, he said he felt sorry for Kevin and that this was the wrong move. You had Dan Crenshaw, who maybe doesn't have as much fanfare or, or love and adoration as, as, as Jordan does in some circles. But he came out and said this. He said, if you're voting with every single Democrat in the House to oust a Republican speaker, it's not about winning for your constituents. It's not about winning for conservatives. Based on all the fundraising emails talking about Matt Gates, we are seeing it's only about personal attention. There are people who fight for you and people who fight for your attention. Big difference. So... <clears throat> You're la- I, I agree with the laughter because because Dan has abandoned a lot of things and really been a huge disappointment on a lot of things. He has also gotten some things right. Of course, the most important thing he's gotten right is his service to this country, serving in the special operations community uh, overseas on behalf of, of, of our country. But Washington has done a number on him. But that is the conversation, in fairness, that we had about Gates the other day. Like, I don't know. Maybe he's doing it for the right reasons. Maybe this is all just a ploy for him to get more money and more attention. Maybe it's he's playing a role. So DC makes it seem to the people like they have a fighter when in fact it's all just going to still go the same way it's been before. I'm not suggesting that's true, but we did have that conversation the other day. The problem is, is it's coming from Dan Crenshaw. And that's I think that's the bigger issue is, well, Dan, but the, man, I, you're right. If If all things were equal parts of your statement are worth looking into and there's a conversation to be had there i I don't disagree with everything he said in general not specific to matt gates but specific to this situation and specific to the two of you your track record of disappointments is much bigger and and longer than matt's is so i but again this is the nuance of the conversation right yeah, I, I'm with you. I believe that Dan Crenshaw has been a huge disappointment. And, you know, when when the votes were being cast for McCarthy 
uh, for Speaker of the House. I'll never forget that day seeing Dan Crenshaw come into the chambers with bloody knuckles and then saying that he punched drywall because he was so upset of what's going on. I, he really lost me there. And then his subsequent voting record, you know, he, he's, he's funding the war in Ukraine. You know, he was for Build Back Better, which is actually the Green New Deal. And a lot of people, I don't know if they fell for it or, or, or what, but it, it, nothing, nothing has changed. All that changes is when something that we don't like and bring up and one or two people from the House bring it up as well, then he turns with as much scorn and vitriol as he can, like we're the enemy, going after us. You know, when I say going after us, going after the representatives who represent the way that we feel. Yeah. And you see that with so many Republicans. It's almost mind-numbing. And, you know, like I said, funding Ukraine, the border— uh, 87,000 new IRS agents, they're just like, yeah, well, you know, you notice that nobody ever talks about the IRS agents anymore. It's just like Obamacare. Once it was passed, it was like we had a chance to repeal it. And it was like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. So it's like everything else. So I have no faith in anybody who votes for these things saying, oh, when we win back the House or when we win back the presidency or if we win back the presidency of the House and the Senate, we're going to re totally revamp and redo everything. No, you're not, because you had the opportunity to do it. You didn't do it. And we're the ones left holding the bag, looking like gullible dupes every time. Yes, no, you're 100 percent right. Sorry, I'm laughing at some comments and conversation in the chat. I'm not going to repeat it, but it is funny. Um, so, no, but you're, but that, but that's, that's, that's so true. I mean, that's, and that's, that's where things are. They, they say these things, and there's, we got a lot of comments too that we still are going to get to where people are talking about, just wait, we're doing stuff. Like, where? Where are you doing stuff? You're telling us you're doing stuff. We don't see anything except for our country slipping out of our grasp. And when you've been in power before, which you just have one of the three main pieces in play right now, you've done, to your point, nothing. Nothing. So that's that, and, and that is why, and I'll say it probably a dozen times today, I have zero problems with this. I don't care if it made some people uncomfortable. Good, that's the point. I don't even, I'll, frankly, I don't even care why he did it. Maybe he did it for attention. Maybe Matt's an attention whore. I don't know. I don't care because it needed to happen. You need to have things disrupted like this, have people uncomfortable. It creates better productivity. It creates a situation where it's like, well, shit, I should probably listen to my constituent. I should probably listen, especially when you see the, the outpouring of support for him. Like maybe, maybe we're off the mark on some of this stuff. Maybe we've gotten too comfortable. Yes, the answer is you have. You've gotten way too fucking comfortable in your job, which is now a career, which is now a retirement fund. And it was not, not ever supposed to be any of those things. Uh, let's do this. We've got so many goodies to get to, and we've gotten through so much already that we're at the break. So I'm going to let's skip ahead to the question of the day, and then we're going to get back to some more responses after the break. The question of the day is this. It has nothing. Are you ready for this? Absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about. Mm. But everything to do about who you are as a person. Yeah, you You've think it's going to define someone? Choose one, huh? It's going to define someone? It could. Okay. It could. Yeah, I mean, this question to me is like, you know, you're either an Elvis person or you're a Beatles person. You're either a weed person or a cocaine person. <laughs> I mean, 
Isn't there like a, okay, yes, uh, yes. Um, so the question is this, which are you choosing out of the three? What's your favorite out of the three for a potato side? French fries, obviously that could be all sorts of French fries. Please let us know which one it is if you go that direction. Waffle, crinkle cut, straight cut, steak fry. Don't forget the steak fry. Early it could fry. be, but the question is this, steak, <laughs> the question is this, French fry, tater tot, or I guess I said it was a potato question. It's not. Or onion rings. What is your side? Tater tot, French fry, or onion rings? Let us know. Please let us know why, too. And then let us know the best place to door dash them in uh, during the latter hours of the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, French fries, tater tots, or onion rings. Send your responses in. We'll get to them as well. We'll get back to the responses uh, to the vote yesterday and all of the drama that's unfolding on the Hill. Stick around. Interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 this invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your ira or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences don't let biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud.
Get more of Drew and This Is My Show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on... All right, so question of the day, as a reminder, was... What's your favorite? What are you going with? French fry, tater tot, or onion ring? I know you probably like them all. Yeah. You're a good American. But you had to choose one. I'm not a savage. Texas Panhandle Patriot coming in. French fries. Free French fries, particular. Jerusalem Sonic onion rings were always a favorite. Andy going onion rings, but the string. So onion straws or strings. Okay. Jill, tater tots, but I love all three. Of course you do you're again you're a good person good american tgh 904 blooming onion mm. yeah so good talk dirty to me do we get four of those <laughs> they don't they don't travel they as don't well, travel you need to get yeah. those like so we've done it once or twice at the house before always cheese fries from outback because their cheese fries and their ranch are good too not compared to cruisers here ranch but it's good and but we've done that, and they're like, okay, they're pretty good. And then we actually, the kids had never been to Outback. Which I, I still think Outback is good. It's underrated. It's not amazing. But their appetizers are next level. Their appetizers are, are, are strong. And they crush that thing live and in person at the restaurant because it's a totally different animal. It's so good. So good. That sounds amazing. Um, <clears throat> shoestring fried potatoes are awesome, says Carolyn. See, here's my problem. I agree. I kind of like them, but at the same time, I've got big Neanderthal Viking hands. And it's like the claw game. It's, it's hard. So I just, like, do I put my whole hand into a bowl of sauce and just, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what what makes the most sense there, but they are good. Um, five Guys French fries are the best. So good. I had some of those the other night. <clears throat> Praise Jesus for Five Guys and... Do you get are. the Do you get the Cajun? We got seat? both. Oh we yeah. Got both. Oh yeah. And the kid, I going back to the kids. I heat. I had. They maybe I went a little overboard on the order. Okay. So we had a <laughs> bunch of containers of fries for the next day that we heated up for some of the games that were on. And I wasn't sure if they'd like them, but they liked the Cajun too, which Ooh. is also a problem, by the way. I don't like it when they like what I like. Yeah, because then they eat yeah. it. Get get away! Like, I love steak now, you sons of bitches. Now, I remember the, it was one time I was in town before I moved, and and 
you're like we're, we're gonna get cruiser fries but we're gonna have like two orders set to the side because the kids are just gonna Annihilate oh, I'm you, bro, those are big <laughs> orders too we go through five to six easy as a crew and i my wife and i don't get a whole lot of them they just they're animals oh it's i've i've, I've seen it live and in person and i love them to death but animals um okay andy excuse me andy got his coin which i'm glad it looks sounds like um Onion rings are more flavorful, says Ronnie. Tater tot going barb. Here's well, I've got I've got an interesting answer. I didn't know I was going to go this direction, but I want to get you guys' answers. Tom, you're up first. Uh, I go back and forth. If I if if I'm getting onion rings have have a, a shelf life that that the the clock is ticking as soon as they clump, come out of the fryer. So I've got to be there, present, and eat them. Mm-hmm. So that would be my go-to, and my go-to would be the Varsity in Atlanta, their onion rings. Ooh, I haven't had their, their theirs in a while. Wow, delicious. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a picture, Disco, while you're talking about your answer. Perfect. So I got to multitask. Yes. Um, well, I'm actually, talking about my answer, not my picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't sent it to you yet. So gotcha. So for me, you know, it's it's really hard. Tear tots are done. Well, when they're done well, it's amazing. They can get soft. Same with fries. You can't reheat them. You can never reheat fries. Ever. They're never the same. Onion rings. Uh, okay. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, it's just not the same when they're fresh. No, no, no. Well, it isn't for any of these. Yeah. Gosh. You know, there's a place in Lake Mary, Florida, called Friendly Confines. They go, oh, the, uh, the owner... Of friendly confines uh, used to be was on the practice bears team like back in the eighties, and he moved to Florida and started this sports bar. And they have some of the best onion rings. I'm gonna go with that one. But okay. I love French fries. Like it's so hard. Like because there's sometimes you can't get fries and like these are horrible. Yeah. No. That's no. Well, yes. Rarely horrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But not not like epic. Yeah. Not five guys. Like I'm not a fan. Cruiser. The cruisers probably look. The cruisers owner years and years ago was a total douchebag to cops. The the cooking staff was spitting in their food. They were caught. I remember you telling me about that. And yeah. they 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 went down. Like they literally got. They essentially shut down for a while because uh, the pushback, as it should have been, was so strong. I don't know if it's new ownership now, but it's it's back and things are back on track and and there's been forgiveness because their fries and and ranch are so good. But um, but their their fries are 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 the best and people who don't live in Jacksonville are like, what are you talking about? Um, but I guess my question for you is if you go to a restaurant or a place and they have like the crinkle crut cut fries, like you can tell they are frozen from like a bag. Are you excited about that? No, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking very nasty yeah. thoughts. Okay. I, just want, and I don't have a problem with crinkle cut fries at certain places, but there's times where it's like, you just, you bought that bag at Costco, didn't you? Yeah. If you're you cooking just, them at home, it's a different thing. Yeah. But yeah, if you, if yeah, if you got them from a restaurant, thank so you Costco. I love Jay Alexander's. I don't know if you, if, if, I mean, I know they're in some different towns, but their onion rings are the best. Have you had those yet? Not yet. I'm going to, we'll take, we'll do a, a work meeting there. Um, that would be fun. Jay Alexander. It's out at town center. Oh, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I'm probably a fry guy, but here's what I will say. I'm going to throw a curveball in because if tater tots are done right and you're having them fresh, they're good. And these ones, and we've mixed it up. Not only do we have these almost once a week, but you know, we have them not for lunch, not for dinner. No, no. 
for Sunday brunch with some bacon, some eggs, some other shit, whatever gets. Put I on love the tater plate. tots at breakfast time. These these Alexia, I'm not sponsored by them. Might even get in trouble for saying this, but these Alexia one, which is a clean brand, seasoned. They call them potato puffs, which I think is stupid, but whatever. They're tater tots. Those ones right there. Everyone, snap a picture on your phone. Snap a picture of your screen on your phone. Those tater tots are delicious. Delicious. You don't even need to dip them in, in ketchup or mustard. Like, I still do, but, like, they're, they're just that good. So, while I'm going French fries, I'm, I'm throwing a shout-out to those people yeah. because those, those – I can't wait for Sunday. So good. Can't wait for Sunday. We're going to get our asses kicked have you ever, the Chiefs, and, have, and I'm going to eat some tater tots. Have you ever done, like – Tater tots, like in a baking dish, and like you put scrambled, you know, like eggs and onions and pepper. You, know, you make like a big dish out of it. You should try that with I those. Should, I, I, That's I, I, right. I the Vikings are playing the Chiefs. You're gonna have so much Taylor Swift on your. I know. <laughs> I know. I feel like you're one beak, one beak behind the Bears. <laughs> it's not. It's not great. It's not. It's not gonna be good on a lot of levels. But uh, appreciate the responses, the feedback. You can keep the conversation going for sure. Uh, on French fry tater tot or onion ring. I feel like among the audience, I feel like there was actually more onion rings than I thought that came in there. Like it was close to maybe edging out a victory. But <clears throat> we'll see. Let's get back to the conversation, though. We were talking about Gates. We were talking about the decision to vacate the seat yesterday. We were talking about responses. We shared Dan Crenshaw's. We talked about Jim Jordan being disappointed in the vote, all of that. Well, Thomas Massey's been good on a lot of fronts, right? We can agree he's been good on a lot of fronts yeah not i'm not i'm not saying all but he's he's in a smaller percentage of people that that are brought up frequently in the america first crowd as getting some things right well he said this yesterday about the vote as the only still serving co-author and co-sponsor of the motion to vacate speaker boehner i can tell you this motion to vacate is a terrible idea as the only member who's serving here who took every chance to vote against Speaker Boehner and to vote against Speaker Ryan, I can tell you that this chamber has, run, has been run better, more conservatively, and more transparently under Mr. McCarthy than any other speaker that I have served under. Amen. As a member of the Rules Committee, one, one of three... One of three conservatives who were placed there out of trust. The speaker gave us a blocking position by putting three of us on there to keep an eye on the rules committee, to make sure the process was fair and even. I can tell you it's been fair and even. None of us are voting against the speaker today. Okay. So, again, point being, he's... Yeah. He's, he's laying out his case. I went against Boehner and Ryan. Okay, well, who didn't? <laughs> That's not a good example, Thomas. But, but he's been right on a couple things. I will give him that. He's, he's been right on some stuff. He pushed hard on, on some, some big issues over the last couple years. Reminder, though, pushing on issues is not the same as actually doing anything with issues. But you had that. You had him, and I brought him up, and I played that clip just because he's got a bigger, a little bit more prominent name. You know, there's a, there's a lot of representatives who mostly are are unknown. You could say representative this person, you'd say who? People know Massey. People know Massey, so we shared that. Well, you had you had Steve Dace, who I appreciate his his shirt here over on the Blaze, former colleague, um, who is who is 
not a hardcore MAGA guy. He's he's a outspoken DeSantis guy, which I, I don't have a problem with any of that. I don't care where you are in any of that. I really just don't. I know, and I think that's the one thing that we got to keep reiterating. There, It's okay to disagree with somebody on one issue. That doesn't mean that you hate them forever. Right, exactly. <laughs> So wait, Steve. What? Steve Deese wants uh he he wants DeSantis. To I hope he dies in a barn fire. What? No, you've been listening to him forever. He's 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 a great guy. He's a great dude from the Midwest who just disagrees with you on this issue, and it's not mega. Again, I'm not mega either. And you're here, and I like mega. I mean, I I, I like mega people. I, like we all get along. We make this work, right? It's just because that's what normal humans do. I, that's not to say I'm normal. I'm the furthest freaking thing from normal. But he he had on Chip Roy yesterday, who's also someone who I think most would agree. Chip is a is a guy who's given us some great moments, at least some great speeches, and agrees with a lot of our principles, right? I mean, he's he's been on our side on a lot of issues. Yeah, he has. He he really has. He seems like he's a champion for you know not not having a uniparty that he actually believes in a Republican party. But who knows? You know, we've been deceived so much that it, it's hard to know anything nowadays. It is. Well, so he goes on 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 Steve's show, and I think this is a longer clip, right, Disco? Yeah, it's like four forty-five. I I, I I might pull out of it early. I might not, but. We, we do have that policy here. We, but but I, just listen to this because there's passion in this clip. And I, I'm not mad about the passion, but I, want, I do want to talk about the clip. So let's take a listen. Honestly, I'm losing interest just collectively. And I'm about to just get thee to a nunnery and just, you know, go full on Billy Graham. And you all figure I don't care. I, I am reaching the point. I'm paid to care. I don't care. It, it's getting harder to make me care. This is a joke. It's rudderless. And it seems as if we want to sell each other talking points that actually produce any form of substantive victory whatsoever. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I mean, you talked about a circle of uh, you, your description of uh, pleasure. Um, I, I know what you're doing there. Uh, I would also argue that, uh, you know, some of our brothers and sisters, particularly in the, um, you know, uh, MAGA camp, I think, uh, particularly enjoy the circular firing squad. You want to come at me and call me a rhino? You can kiss my ass. Look, I've spent a lifetime fighting for limited government conservatism. I have laid it all on the line. I've not seen my family for two days in the last 30 days. You go around talking your big game and you thumping your chest on Twitter? Yeah, come to my office and come have a debate, mother. You know why? Because I'm standing up for this country every single day. And Steve, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to go to a nunnery. Because there were people who were buried over in Normandy who deserve us to stand up for what they fought for. So that's what I'm going to do. And all of you out there who are out there saying what you're saying out on social media, you stick it. I'm going to go down to the floor and do my job, and I'm going to stand up for the people who fought for this country. And I'm going to do it the way I think is right for the people that I represent. That's what I think. I think that sums up the way a lot of people think, brother. I, I do. I just don't think they know what to do instead. And I, I get it. Look, I get it. I'm just as angry, right? I want to change what's happening here. But, you, you know, I got a bunch of people who are going out there saying, hey, what are we going to do? Right? Are we going to, you know, uh, divide the country? You got people out there saying, Texas. You got people out there saying, look, we've got to stand up and fight for this country. Or we got to say, what's our plan for freedom? 
You and I have talked about this repeatedly. I know. Right? What are we going to do? All I know is I have a son and I have a daughter and I want them to live free. And I'm doing everything I know how to do to get it there. And we, the, the speaker reflects the Republican conference. The American people need to understand that's that. That's the truest thing said here. Well, there were a lot of true so, things said here, but that's the truest thing said right there is what right. you just and said. So yeah. all we're doing, like I respect what Gates and my four or five, six brothers are doing right now because they want to change. I respect friends of mine who went to the mic who are your heroes out there, ladies and gentlemen, who are taking a different position because we're trying to figure out how to navigate through a world in which Democrats control the Senate. The Republican conference in the Senate is garbage. The, the House Republican Conference has a variety of views from all over the country with 221. But if people want to play this out in real time and deal with this every single minute and every single day on social media, don't think that that's somehow going to change the game. Because what we got to do is we have to actually define the fight. Look, somebody came in here earlier, one of my staffers, looking at the fact that one of my colleagues was carjacked eight blocks from here last night in the nation's capital. And that individual, a woman, was like, what happened to a country where we can't even have order? Mm -hmm. You want to know what Ron DeSantis should be talking about as being the governor who can restore order as president of the United States, mm -hmm. just like he's done repeatedly with hurricanes slamming into Florida. I don't want to keep playing the games all this. Let's go play all the games because somebody's been indicted 12 times. And what did they do? Look. We got a governor that won by a million and a half votes, won 62% of Hispanics, won 50% of single females, has been kicking butt and could actually do the job of restoring order in this country and forcing the change. And what are we doing? We're going around in this like parade of personalities and celebrities and cult. It's absurd. And so I'm not gonna do it. I'm not, this is not about personalities. What I'm going to do is keep laying out what I think we need to do to stop that little girl from getting trafficked while we're pissing around in this godforsaken town, to stop spending money we don't have, to stop turning over our sovereignty to cartels, to stop funding a proxy war. We've got to stand up and fight, and we're moving the needle, people. There are more Republicans with us than there were nine months ago. But going through into a fit of rage to go down and just blow stuff up, I don't think is the right path. I don't begrudge it. We'll go figure out what happens in two hours. But just don't think that getting out on social media that that's somehow real. It ain't. Okay. So Chip Roy laying into it. By the way, Steve, very docile creature on his show. Firm believer. Good, a good guy. Just a, he's a, he genuinely is, Steve is a good guy. Um, but Chip dropping all sorts of bombs on there. I love that early on in that conversation, he tells people, you can kiss my ass. I like that. I like it. it you, you may agree or disagree with this point. I like that you've got someone who's willing to speak up there. I like that he talks to, to folks on social media and what they're saying, because I, I just do. But uh, look, I, I think when you, when you break this down, I agree that this isn't going to change the game, like Chip is saying. But neither is a bunch of nothing <laughs> which is what we've got right now. So you can't, you, you can say this isn't going to change the game. And I think everyone in this studio and probably most of you in the audience agree. But you, you have to then say something else. And, and all you can say is, well, you're, you, you guys collectively, and may, maybe you're, you're in the right spot, Chip, and maybe you're, you're doing more than we think. Maybe you're the right guy. But the body is not doing anything to fix it. 
And like I was saying on social media, I agree. People bitching on Twitter isn't going to help either. The people who are on the far right whining and fighting back on all of this, it doesn't do anything. You're, you're, everyone's strong behind their keyboard. Everyone thinks they're making an impact behind their keyboard. You're not. It's, Twitter's not real. Social media is not real. That's just, there, there's just these weird-ass echo chambers and, 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 and fighting arenas or cages that we go into during the day. For some reason, we subject ourselves. Let me poke my head in here. Like, why, why do we even? I don't even know why we do it. But we have to do as a, as a whole, on a whole, we have to do something to see more change. This Republican-led House has done nothing for the American people. And while some people in there, even some that voted for McCarthy, are trying, Chip Roy might be among them, they're still not doing enough. They're not doing anything to really bring meaningful change. So I'm not, I'm not saying put Chip Roy, Thomas Massey, Jim Jordan, Byron Donalds, people like that squarely on your shit list. Make your own evaluation. Do, do whatever you do on your own. Okay, that's, that's our policy. You do you. But I, I don't know what they expect the rebuttal to be to this. Well, we were getting stuff done. No, you weren't. I know. He said, yeah, we've made advancements. What advancements have you made other than marching us toward a tyrannical government? Uh, Right. (laughs) I I just, uh, it it makes me, because Chip was there in Milwaukee a couple weeks ago, several weeks ago, too. It didn't talk to him. There was an Asian reporter who confused me for him. Um, I don't think we look that much alike, but it's just because you're bald, bald, and have a and a beard. He has a goatee, I guess, but uh, but because I'm green, isn't it? <laughs> Am I just eating because I'm bored? Um, <laughs> the answer is yes. yes to that. Yeah. But he way. talked about you know what is this? Are they you know parading around? Is this a parade of personalities? Are they walking around like celebrities? Chip, you might want to have a little piece of humble pie because we watched you in action. Weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Weeks ago. All of them. Gates included. Chip included. MTG included. Byron. All of them. Byron. Oh, man. Byron, the swagger he walked around with like, I am the real deal. And he is the real deal on certain issues. He's done some good things. They all have the celebrity mentality going on. And for him, for Chip Roy to say that is very rich because that's what it is. They yeah. all act like they're celebrities. No, none of them are ever going to come on our show, by the way. I know. It's, but, but, but here's the deal. I don't, I don't really want them. Like, outside of Anna, who's been on several times, Eli, been on several times. But I, I don't really want, because all it does is feed into your ego, and I don't want that. Like, I want you to listen to the American people. Oh, yeah. And do shit for the American people. That's what I want. And people are like, do you want this person on? No. Do you want this? That, that's one of the reasons we don't have a lot of guests on, because most of it's in the political realm. It's like, I don't want to hear what they have to say. I, don't, I know. You, you've, got a, you've got a very narrow window of people you want as guests, which kind of makes it sort of impossible for booking. Yes, it does. Sorry, Tom. But, but we're, we're going to change that, and we're bringing in on some really interesting people with some of the changes that are coming here in the, in the, the coming weeks. But, but, and, and part of that is, though, is, is, is in the, the conservative space— that we live in. Everyone, everyone looks to certain figures, a lot of which are representatives, a lot of which we have access to and f- cell phone numbers of. You sh- get that person. Why don't you get this person? No, you know them? Yes, I do. What? 
I just don't think that, you can't trust what they say. I don't think it brings any value. You could come on here. You, we could have someone sit right here on the couch and we could be, I could be turned this way and talk to them and they could be engaging all of us, including you in the audience but they know when they come into these situations. Okay, whose show are we going on to tonight? We're going on to Drew's show. Okay, this is my show. What's his audience like? This, that, and the other. And then they they just say what what we want to hear. There's no there's 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 no real discussion. So it's like, what's the point of that? And then on top of that, we pick on you all the time. Some of we some of you guys we call sluts. Um, so like, it's probably not just it's just not a relationship that's going to endure. You know, remember when McCarthy had the upper hand and Biden was saying, I'm not even going to, you know, bargain with you. And then Biden's like, OK, McCarthy, let's let's come and talk. And he went and talked and we got nothing out of the bargain. <laughs> that that should have been that should have been the tipping point to vacate. Then you don't go into a negotiation with the upper hand and then leave with nothing. With, and leave with what exactly a, a complete checklist of what the other side wanted. Yeah. So you, I, I just, it, none of this makes any sense to me. It just it sounds like a bunch of people. You know how when somebody gets fired all of a sudden from a job and then there's like a group of people within that business, they get really pissed off at the boss and they're just like, you know, that's what this sounds like. Yeah. No, it does. It does. Well, I, uh, well, we'll come back to that point on McCarthy that you just made because it ties in perfectly. Him negotiating. How many times have you been like, I've sat down and I've negotiated with the president. Okay, cool. What'd you get for us? Nothing. What did he get? <laughs> well, he got everything, but I'm going to go ahead and chalk it up as a victory. But like, we're making advances. We're making advances. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, you guys. This is what I, I don't want to hate all of them. I really don't. I, I Deep down in my soul, I'm not a hateful person. You just are making me miserable. And I, I'm not willing to pretend that you're real and your thoughts and your views are real and that you understand the American people because you don't. I, I'm just not going to do it. So it, sometimes it comes off hateful. It's, it's literally, it's never my intent. But me calling you on your bullshit, is, is that's, that's going to continue to happen. It's going to continue to happen. So get used to it. We'll, we'll have actresses and entertainers and other people on the couch, scientists. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to have politicians. And it doesn't here. matter what side of the aisle they're on. We're no, going to just call you out on it. Yeah, exactly. You all suck. You're trash. And, and there's, there's I, again, a, a handful, maybe two handfuls. You're welcome here. We have a, a nice full bar. We'll take good care of you. The rest of you, the door will be locked. You're not well. It's, it's, it's just not going to happen. Right. They, the, most of the Republicans now are... And more in line with Democrats and what Democrats, what their vision of the United States is, where all power is controlled federally and is centrally located in Washington, D.C. That's what they want. That's what they're all on board for. McConnell can talk till he's blue in the face or freeze until he's blue in the face. And I guarantee you, he's totally fine with the Republican Party never winning anything, never doing anything, and then the government just completely making this whole Marxist revolution complete. As long as he's fine and his little world, his little kingdom isn't interrupted, he's totally fine with it. And that's what you find with all these career politicians. They don't give a shit about anything other than their little kingdom. Oh. And their con uh, contributors... And, you know, being able to live the life that they want to live. And they look at the rest of us like peasants.
Sure do. Sure do, Tom Cunningham. Well, we're going to talk about a lot. Um, we still have a lot to, to get to on this conversation. We're, we're going to squeeze in a break because we have to. But but when we come back, I want to show... Uh, I don't think there's enough attention being talked about about how hard Patrick McHenry slammed the damn gavel. I, I, was, try, I was trying to like get your attention yesterday because I watched it happen, and I was like, queued it up. like He just like slammed the shit out of this oh thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, he really did. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Matt Gates possibly being expelled. We're going to be talking about who is next, what's next, all of that. Stay with us. Conversation's not ending. Uh, just this particular minute is. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the wellness company's emergency medical kit comes Over in. 40% of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. Medical emergency kits with ivermectin. The kit contains eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled, it won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com.
strips. Welcome back. Jill, I did not hear Tyrone on Fox last night. Um, but so glad you guys continue to chat, engage on all the different platforms, particularly over on Rumble. Please hit that like button, whichever one you're on, though. Make sure you're subscribed. If you're on YouTube, make sure you're still subscribed. If, if, by the way, if you're on YouTube, hit that bell icon. Click all notifications. We do not spam you with a bunch of stuff. We only send you good stuff. And we don't do it that often. So please hit that, that bell uh, for... For notifications and click all um okay so i i was teasing this before the break but patrick mchenry mchenry excuse me the representative from north carolina is the acting interim interim speaker of the house right for one week because they're supposed to have this this vote in a week on on who the new person is but as he's wrapping it up and disco was saying this he saw this and i, I noticed it after we got off last night as well but <clears throat> He slammed, just uh, listen to what he says, sure, absolutely. But look at how hard he slams this damn gavel down. Right here. Chair declares the House in recess, subject to the call of the chair. <laughs> Was he not happy? Pissed. He is pissed. As Jesse Kelly said, I know I reference, I give him love all the time because I love the dude, even, even with his new shaved head look, which is great. Um, but he said it. I, I've not seen someone in D.C. hit it that hard. Bam. <laughs> I mean, that guy, that guy hit it hard. Here's what's confusing to me, though. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm a little befuddled over this. So he does that clearly in an act of anger, right? I don't like how this just went. He didn't vote along with Gates. But then hours later, he tells... Pelosi, who's in California at Diane Feinstein's funeral, get your shit out of out of the speaker's office. My condolences, but you need to move. <laughs> you've got until I think he said you've got until next Wednesday. But they started up. You could see pictures of the staff moving last night, even though she wasn't there. But you, so, which which opens up two questions, right? Okay, one, you're you're playing hardball here and telling Pelosi to get your shit out of the speaker's office, an office you shouldn't be in anymore. So that's one question. Okay, you voted against this, but you're you're doing something positive here. And and for that I will give you a win 100%. And then comes the second question in that. Why the fuck <laughs> did Kevin McCarthy not force Nancy Pelosi to vacate the office when he won the speakership after granted after 15 votes and it wasn't easy? But you had every right to do that. And you know what he did? He said, "Don't worry about it. You can keep the office. I'll stay here." What does that tell you? That tells you exactly what you need to know. She's running the whole house. It, the, the con is real, man. It's the same reason why Dulles, Alan Dulles' name is still on the airport in Washington, D.C., to, to remind everybody who's actually in charge of D.C. This is the same thing. You're no, no longer the speaker, and but you know what? I'm going to keep the house. It, it would be like, you know, uh, Biden, went, you know, uh, being installed over Trump and saying, you know what? 
Eh, Trump, you can stay inside the White House. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It it it. You, and and everyone can speculate on why it could be that, which which I think there's a lot of truth to what you just said. It could be a number of other things. But here's the deal: none of that. There's no good in any of the reasons. The the realist, if you really cared about conservative America, the Constitution, the American people, and you really cared about deceit so much as as, as allegedly you do behind the scenes, you would have been like, "This is my moment. Get out." Right. Get out. That's my office. I'm doing things differently now. As it as it turns out, you didn't take over the office and everything was done exactly the same. Hmm. Wonder how we got to the point where we were yesterday. Yeah. I mean, the reason why he didn't move offices is as weak as pulling a fire alarm thinking that the doors are gonna open. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. So here's the question. Here's one of many questions. We got a lot of questions we gotta to address today. And a lot of them that we got to address actually in this second hour of the show. But the first one is, is Matt Gates going to get expelled? There's people talking about it as recent as last night, putting forward efforts to do that. You can see, you could see the anger in Mick Henry's gavel slam there. People are not happy about this. You could hear Chip Roy earlier dropping copious amounts of bombs in his interview with Steve Dace. What? What? Where does this go? Not where does it go with the vote and who gets the speakership next? We're going to have that conversation in a second. Where does this go with Matt Gates? Is this the straw that broke the camel's back? And does the establishment say, hey, uh, hey, kid from Florida, you're gone. It's a possibility. I'm not suggesting it's going to happen. What do you think? I I think a lot. We'll we'll know a lot more uh, about the the RNC. With how they deal with Matt Gates, if they decide to go after him, like Grover Norquist is going going after him, and Grover Norquist, <laughs> I don't know if you remember that guy, but he was, you know, he was involved with Jack Abramoff back in the day, and just he's he's kind of a, you know, he, he's a hitman of sorts. So you know, once they really released, you know, Grover on him, it kind of makes me think that you know he's toast. I, I mean. Yeah, my, I guess my question is just on what grounds to be expelled because he got people to vote. He upset the purse strings. Yeah, but 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 is that enough to say? Oh yeah, he can be expelled today. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Think about it. We've had a president impeached tw twice in the history of the United States before Trump. People make no mistake about it. I know you know this, but like, make no mistake about it. The impeachments of Trump were very emotional. Like him or not like him, they were emotional, foolhardy decisions that that there there was not sufficient evidence there to do what they did, and certainly to do what they did as fast as they did. It was emotional. That's all that matters now. It's it's what is the emotion today? How do you how do you feel? What do you want? Cool. Can we get enough? Are you fired up enough to vote about this today? Yeah, I'm fired up. Let's do it. Like and then they and then they do it and they get it through, and and there's no forethought to any of this. But I, but I, I don't think all that to say. I don't think it matters if there's grounds for it. Like, gotcha. Well, I mean, hey, if he gets expelled, maybe then you know Trump takes him as a VP, and then it's the two most outed people in in the in DC running for office. Well, you're you're gonna have you're gonna have discussion. We're gonna talk about it here too. There's people obviously talking about Trump, which they have for years and years, being the speaker. I don't think that's gonna happen. By I, the way, I do but. think though, it, they might not expel him from the House. 
But I do think whoever comes in as the speaker is going to take him off some of the committees that he's been on. Yeah, because that's become a political game now. Yeah. Take people off the committees. We've seen a censure with yeah. with shift. Like uh, so, I mean, uh, something will be done. He will he will have to have some form of what they deem to be public humiliation for for stirring things up there. I I think I think it would be. It wouldn't be shocking. Wouldn't be shocking if they expelled him, but it would be close. It would be close to shocking. I, I think it would be completely, and as as we're saying, completely expected um, that something happens there. I almost lost my cigar into the ash, which would have been almost a problem. Um, <clears throat> but I, I I do think something will happen for sure. But for on sure. the bright side, Kevin McCarthy lasted longer as speaker than CNN Plus did. Oh, <laughs> he's here all week, folks. Don't forget to tip your waitresses. Yes, yes. So that was a good one. Was that was, that, was that in the script? Nope. Nice. Good pull. Some shit just happens. Um, Adam Schiff. Let's bring Adam Schiff into this for a second. Oh God. <laughs> I hate to even do it. I'm so, I'm sorry that I am doing it. You know, he was my representative when I lived in LA. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. And what a stand-up American. And how did you feel about that, Tom? We're kidding, (laughs) folks, if you're here for the first time. We hate Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff hates Adam Schiff deep down. He does. He hates himself. But but he said that the GOP needs to somehow nominate someone (laughs) whose word has meaning. Take a listen to this. I just voted to vacate the speakership, and the resolution passed. Uh, McCarthy is out. And much as I think it's the right decision for the institution, uh, you can't have a speaker who no one trusts, and Democrats didn't trust him, Republicans didn't trust him, and for good reason. Um, Much as that is the case, it's still quite a somber thing uh, to see that chair literally vacant uh, and to realize this hasn't happened, I think, in over a century. Uh, I hope that the Republican conference can get their act together well enough to find someone Uh, that can govern, uh, that can at least make the House functional. I don't agree with the policies of the GOP, uh, not under this kind of right-wing leadership, but we need to be able to govern. We need to be able to get things done. We need a speaker that, uh, if he makes an agreement, will abide by it. We didn't have that with McCarthy, uh, and we darn well need that in the next speaker. So... I, I literally only show that clip, and I'm sorry that you had to listen to him and look at him. But I only show it to him, uh, or show it to you, excuse me, to, to say actually some of what he's saying is right. But it was Adam Schiff saying that it needs to be someone who is who sticks by their word, who can whose word has meaning. So no one on Capitol Hill. Adam Schiff, <laughs> yeah. I mean, lying Adam Schiff is the one who said that, which I, I just don't understand how you can be such a hateful, arrogant person that you say all these things knowing that that's exactly who you are. Oh, yeah. But, you know, when you're a pathological liar like he is, it doesn't matter because he has no accountability because Democrats have been conditioned to accept falsehoods and lies. They're just like, oh, okay, well, Adam, well, you know, he didn't mean it. Or or they try and justify it by saying, well, it's for the greater good. It's always for the great. If you have to lie, Trump, you know, is is Hitler. So it was for the greater good that we tried to get him out of the office and uh, impeached him twice. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, it's just, it, it cracks me up whenever 
he is the one who is brought forward as some sort of moral compass with DC politics. But if there is a just universe, my dream of John Fetterman being Speaker of the House will come true. (laughs) Stop it. It's funny, but it's not at the same time um, because it's stop it Uh, because then he's next in line, folks. So speaking of next, speaking of of your your weird fantasy there. What? (laughs) I love how you Tom, you made Drew speechless. What is next? What? What? I mean, what is next? Who's nominated? Uh, Jim Jordan put his name in the ring today. Steve Scalise, Byron Donalds, Byron Donalds. You've you've had people talk. Uh, you had Troy Nels nominate Donald Trump for Speaker last night, um, you, which, by the way, he he could do. I'm not saying he will, but he could do. He he could he could he could be Speaker and he could still run for president. <laughs> that would be so good. Oh my! That <laughs> now be... now my question is because he's not a, he's not seated in in the House. Is there then a salary that goes to the the Speaker of the House? Then would there be something that would go? Would there be compensation for that? You know, I don't know. If, I was I mean, thinking of that yesterday. Honest, like, I, I would assume so, but I, I don't. I don't. I don't know yeah. the answer to that question. Uh, that's wait, let's let's look that up. I, I was um, I was looking all day yesterday. I keep looking. So so we know this. Joe Rogan would be, make a good speaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, let's think outside the box. I mean, let's uh, well let's do this first. First, let's he films his podcast from the house <laughs> because Kevin Kevin McCarthy came out last night and pouted in a long speech. And said, uh, well, he said this. My goals have not changed. My ability to fight is just in a different form. You need 218. Unfortunately, 4% of our conference can join all the Democrats and dictate who can be the Republican speaker in this House. I don't think that rule is good for the institution, but apparently I'm the only one. I believe I can continue to fight, maybe in a different manner. I will not run for speaker again. I'll have the conference pick somebody else. Thank you. Um, thank you for saying that. So, so he's out. <laughs> would anyone vote for him if he ran again? That's the question. Well, some people would. Yeah, I mean, maybe. You had people. Li- I mean, listen to um, Massey and look at some of these people who are like, Chip he Roy. ran it better. Chip Roy, he ran it better than anyone in a long while. Oh, and there it- was that one guy that was like, with my whole heart, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so bad. So bad. So it's not going to be Kevin. And they've announced that it's going to be um, voted on next week, next Wednesday. So we've got a week of deliberation that's going to happen. Um, yeah, there's there's the insider paper and other people reported it last night. It's going to be next. Well, Wednesday. is the interim speaker allowed to do get anything passed or anything? Doing or is no? Is it just he's just there to? I I would presume actually they could still do business. They're not going to though. They're 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 not going to. Um, but the the bigger question here is is who. It, obviously, the, the Dems are going to want Hakeem Jeffries to be the guy. They're going to put a lot of weight behind him. You're going to hear him talking about how he can bring people together. That's not true. <laughs> Jim Jordan's going to get up there, and he's going to talk about what he's done and how he's yelled at people on the Hill and then not done anything, which is essentially true. And I, I've wanted to like Jim Jordan. He's a Midwestern dude. He's, he's had some fiery moments that I that speak to me. 
but then nothing happens. Like I'm gonna ru- I'm gonna shut down big tech and this, that, and the other. Like, please do. Where's that going? Where's that? Where's that lead? Where's the uh, forty thousand hours of uh, January six footage that McCarthy had promised to be released? Right. So I mean. His name's in the ring. Byron Donalds' his name in the ring. My concern with Byron Donalds is kind of similar to my concern with Matt Gates. You're a fast up-and-comer. You seem to be great on a lot of issues. But you also seem to think that you're a celebrity. We don't need a celebrity running the House of Representatives. Taylor Swift's all over the NFL. We don't need Taylor Swift then swooping in and running the House of Representatives either. I was going to recommend her. I knew you would. But who I would really like to see, other than Joe Rogan, I think this would be the perfect job for Stone Cold Steve Austin. We're not voting on that. <laughs> because Stone Cold said so, so and that's, that's the bottom line. line. Yes. <laughs> He's got the tagline for it already. And then he yeah. slams the gavel down. <laughs> and, then, and, then the <laughs> and then pyrotechnics. <laughs> I like it. I think he'd actually be a very practical could you, and wise leader. Could you imagine if he changed it up? He's like, hey, whenever we announce the, you know, Mr. Speaker of the House, the President of the United States, like, da That would be fantastic. Get some lights. Get some lights. Interesting. Interesting. That's my favorite scenario so far, <laughs> by far. Like, nothing has come close. Stone Cold. Do we have a line on Stone Cold? Let's reach out. Let's give him a call. I, you know, I may, I, I may have some people. We'll. we'll Let's let's do it. Stone Cold, you've got to. You, you don't have to get in the ring anymore and take the bumps. You just got to slam the gavel down and laugh at people. We, you, you, here's the deal. If he comes back in, I'd be okay with re, re, reducing the dress code. He can wear his jorts and his T-shirt <laughs> and his knee braces. <laughs> but, yes. but he's got to come in with the glass breaking to the intro every time. Um, that would be phenomenal. <clears throat> so... <laughs> It's probably, stone cold it's probably not going to be him, though. I mean, that's, <laughs> I would love it to see if you know this week during wrestling they got you know <laughs> Austin for for Speaker of the House signs. That'd be great. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll back that. So, I look. Everyone's been talking for years, and part of the reason I'm so down on this idea of Trump being it is because the people who've been talking it about it for years have also said that everyone's been dead for years. Uh, so I just can't. I'm sorry if, if you're in that category. I just can't make. You probably thought you were going to die at 2:20 today too. Like that. I didn't take any chances. <laughs> I just, I, I just, I don't see that happening because because while he could do it and he could still run for president and then be president, and I know that would make the the ultra mega crowd the happiest people ever. And and I'm not even totally opposed to any of that. I just don't think Trump has the. The wherewithal, or the it, I don't think the ability within his ego, which he has a very big ego, we can all agree on that, to step down from being the president and the leader of a political movement to then have a lesser role and be told no on on free. And he's told no all the time in the media and and from D.C. and and judges and and whatnot. But I think it would be a tough sell for him to just be like, I could be here, but now I'm here. Or, or here, you know, two steps down the rung. I, I, I think that's a tough. I think it's a tough sell. I understand why people want it. I, I think it would be phenomenal. I would love to see it too. I just don't. I don't think it's in the realm of possibility. But what if that step down would keep you from one going to prison or further court cases? 
then do you do it? But how would it? I mean, would it? I mean, what could you actually do? Well, Rachel Maddow was talking with uh, Lawrence O'Donnell, two of the most most two most repugnant people I've ever seen before in my life having a conversation. But Rachel Maddow said the the quiet part out loud when she says, "Don't you think that you know Trump's attorneys are like, hey, if he doesn't run, this all goes away." And that needs to be made clear to him. And there's a lot of people who think that, I included, who believe that none of Trump's legal problems would have happened if right after January 6th and 7th happened, he's like, all right, you know, I did my time. Nice seeing you. I'm heading back to private life. And that's going to be the end of that. But that didn't happen. I don't if he would have done that. I don't think any of these legal issues would have popped up. Oh, 100 percent. No, they're all. You're running. We have to stop you from running. We have to scare you from running. We have to be able to manipulate and blackmail you from running. Whatever works, we will do anything. Just don't run. Right. So I agree. So would this fit in that? It's like, hey, okay, Speaker of the House, as long as you don't run. Maybe. And this all goes away. But But they don't want him involved in any of it. Yeah, is the thing. I don't think so either. And I don't think there's enough concern. I mean, you okay, so you know, you know, we have a slight, slight edge in in terms of seats in the House. You know there's not a Democrat that will vote for him. I don't I don't I don't honestly I don't think there's enough for conservatives that would vote for him either. Like <laughs> that would he show could, their true colors again. Yeah. He could he could say, okay, I'll do it. For the good of the country, because there would be some good for the country. I'll do it. Bro, you're not you're not winning that. Like you've got to get the votes of the people, not people in DC. Cause because folks who work on the Hill, they're not putting you ahead of them ever again. Unless unless they can't stop it and the American people and the will of the American people put you back in the White House. So I honestly I don't think there he has a shot in hell. Think about it. You I I I haven't done this the the mental gymnastics and the math in my head yet, but I think he's got a lesser chance, if even if he threw his hat in the ring, that any name that we've thrown out there. So I think he's got a lesser chance than Hakeem Jeffries does. How about Stone Cold Steve Austin? Well, <laughs> I'd like to think. I'd like to think. I agree with you. I do think he has a lesser chance than Hakeem Jeffries because I see Republicans voting for Hakeem. Yeah. Whereas I see some of these Republicans not voting for Trump, which is a really sad state of affairs and a sad state of the Republican Party. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Because it's not all about what you, the representative, wants. In fact, it's not at all about what you, the representative, wants. It's what the people want and what your constituents want or whoever your representative, wherever you're representing them. That That's what it's about. But I, I think by, if I had to bet right now, I go back and forth. I don't think – I think Jim could win it. But I think the, the heaters right now – are in terms of the more traditional, and not necessarily traditional on every policy, but traditional, a little bit more establishment, would be Scalise. A lot of people are big fans of him. He's got that the story of, obviously, the shooting and the recovery and everything. About how the Democrats support her yeah. and white supremacists. Try to assassinate him. Yeah, yeah. And, and assassinate every member of the House and Senate during the baseball game. Yeah, yes. The, the Democrats. The Democrats. Who are more prone to violence than any other segment of the population. Yes, okay. but they but they say they love people. <laughs> so they they love you if you put on a mask, take a knee, and do whatever they say. Yes, true.
If you don't, they want to murder you. They want to murder you. Um, I, I do see Byron Donalds catching some steam. I, I could see that happening. Although there's parts of the of the of the Republican side who won't go for him either. So I, I don't know. I this this is here's why this is going to be interesting because all of these people we played all these clips earlier and we there's a, a gazillion more that we didn't play of everyone saying how this was working it was working we were getting along and getting stuff done no you weren't and no you weren't you weren't getting along <laughs> our party hates each other and you weren't getting name something please by all means tell us something you've gotten done you can't really point to anything at least not anything meaningful They've done such a McCarthy and gang have done such a good job pushing the Democrat agenda forward that I think any other they did a better job than Nancy Pelosi would have done. Yeah, no, they they really did all under the guise of it's a Republican led House, Republican controlled (laughs) House. Stop it. But this is going to be interesting because Byron is certainly on the 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 center right side of the right. I don't know where you put Scalise in the mix. I don't know where you put Jordan in the mix, but they're on some different, they're different parts of the spectrum for sure. And they don't all agree with each other, which is, which is good. It's, it's probably good that they don't all agree with it, but, but it's going to be an interesting fight and battle to see how, how this all works because they're not going to want a freedom caucus. American people want a freedom caucus member winning, but the House is not going to want a Freedom Caucus member. So the RNC does not. The RNC, yeah, yeah, exactly. No. So, I mean, so where does it actually? What's the here? Here's the maybe. Here's the better question: not who's it going to be or who do you want. What's the best case scenario of what's actually practical? That's the question. Can you get Byron Donalds through? Okay, he's he's into himself. He's he sees himself as a celebrity. Uh, I don't like that, but he's done some good. Maybe the best of some of the ones in the mix. Probably can't. He's hot. But as you think about it, and you think of some of the folks who don't want a Freedom Caucus member, I'm backing up on my own words here. He's maybe going to struggle. Jim Jordan, Scalise, do they have the best shot because they're a little bit more D.C. insider? Or does, does the Democrats pull off a coup here, like we talked about yesterday, and get Hakeem Jeffries in because you've got enough Republicans who will say, yeah, he's okay. We don't want this guy over here, so we'll vote for Hakeem. And then all of a sudden, they do control everything. Or they do it as, we're going to take our ball and go home. You you voted out our guy, we're going to vote their guy in. Just to teach you a lesson. Yeah. It's a possibility. I mean, there's there's so many possibilities. There's a lot of scenarios. It's hard It's hard at this point until we get a little closer to next Wednesday, Wednesday to see how how the the voting is going to play out and what the actual what the actual vote's going to be who's actually going to be really in the mix in the final hours but i promise you this we're going to lose on it we're going to lose on it and like i said yesterday even if it's akeem jeffries i mean this is the the biggest point that everyone's there's two but there's two points really that i've heard that are probably the loudest on all of this is is one we were getting along and this is disruptive and distracting to the progress we are making no, shut up. You're a liar. Nothing was happening. It's not distracting from anything. It's someone actually pushing back and doing something. It's quite refreshing. So that's not true. And the second is, is you're voting alongside the Democrats who are just going to take control back. 
same answer. They already had control. You were giving them everything they wanted. <laughs> hey, here's the bill we're putting forward. We don't like any of that stuff. Okay, well, what do you want in it? All of this stuff, none of your stuff. Cool. Signed. Here it is. <laughs> that, that's, that's what's happened. That's what's happened. It's absolutely... I, I mean, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Mugatu. The model should be at least three times this size. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Serenity now. I mean, what if they end it? Just end this now. <laughs> Perfect. I saw you making that last break, and I didn't know why. There's a there's a lot of really expensive equipment. In <laughs> yeah, here. let's uh, let's throw that in a different direction. Yeah, let's let's not do that. But, but we're also forgetting that. What if they pull out a sleeper and vote in Doug Berman to be Speaker of the House? Bergam? Yeah. It's not going to happen. <laughs> no, I know it's not. But the best eyebrows in the history of the House of Representatives. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. It could be anyone. You threw out. Well, let's let's do this. Let's take a break and then let's have a discussion about outsiders who could be fun. Not going to happen. But let's have it anyways, because it's Wednesday. It's hump day. Hump day. And we're going to we're going to do it. So we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about some outsiders. You guys in the chat, throw out some outsiders, people who are outside of the D.C. sphere who you want to be uh, considered. We've already thrown out Stone Cold. Wait, here you go. The next sec next next question. question. Who who which outsider do you want to be considered for speaker of the house? Gonna take a quick break. Be right back. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, they are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember... The land of the free depends on the homes of the brave.
This one's on me, bud. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide this guide will give you all the answers you need american alternative assets is an a-plus and accredited member of the better business bureau protect your savings now before it's too late visit protectfrombiden.com individual results may vary there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results of the day not really just kind of for fun was what outsider should we put in there as the speaker of the house probably not going to happen but let's have the conversation anyway for fun carrie lake says jill mike tyson says jerry probably my favorite answer already good one. <laughs> oh my gosh it'd be so good it, as as he says it would at least be entertaining um, <clears throat> Puddle's Pity Party might be a good speaker, says Andy. Adam Carolla, Sam Jackson, Mother F Blanker. Uh, if only John Wayne was still alive. Amen. Jimmy Stewart or Audie Murphy? <laughs> the house will come to order, pilgrims. Yep. <laughs> I like it. It will. Tom, who's your outsider? Other than Stone Cold, which is already a great answer. You got to come up with a second one. I, I, I've got a few. Mm. I, I've got a complete list here. I'm ready to take notes. Okay, number one, Peter Dinklage, just because it would be the first little person yeah. ever to be speaker <laughs> of the house. Okay. Then I've got Mel Gibson. Yes. Okay. Alex Stein. Riggs. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Alex Stein. Okay. All right. Jim Caviezel. Mm. Sarah Palin. Woody Harrelson. Ooh. Devin Nunes and RFK Jr. It'd be hard to listen to him. You, you literally. <laughs> I did that one for you. <laughs> okay, can I, can I, can I comment on these? Yes, go right ahead. So I love the idea of Dinklage. <laughs> that would be the big gavel. phenomenal. The, the gavel. massive. <laughs> yes, the biggest we, apple we, box you've ever seen. We just make the gavel even bigger yes. than normal. You know. And then, like, when the president is giving the State of the Union, he stands up to clap. You just see, like, the top of his head. No, yeah, he's he's sitting in the chair behind him, and you just see, just just barely poking out. Is it? Okay, Dinklage, you're you're, you're a, a, a very high probability. I like Dinklage and Tyson so far. Mel Gibson, I like it because he's Riggs. Yeah, he's Riggs, and and he'll he's gonna shoot you straight up Which, here. He's gonna say some. 
interesting step. Which, if the strike ends up getting lifted, they're going to be writing Doing a new lethal one. weapon. Yes. I'm very excited about. Praise that. God for that yeah. lethal weapon five. Um, I'm all for. I, I I said it the other day. I want original new stuff. Unless you scratch an 80s itch, and then you get a pass. But Lethal Weapon 5 is not a reboot. It's just going to the next story. Exactly. It's, it's not a reboot. Exa- that's true. Yeah. Fair point. It's, it's given us more of, of what, we, what we need here. Know and love. Yeah. Um, Alex Stein, not a big fan. Because he'd rap the whole time? Yeah. I, he'd show up in a costume? His luster is wearing off. It's it? wearing off. I really, when he first came on the scene, I was intrigued. And now I'm just not. And I don't. I don't know him. I have, I have people who I'm friends with who are friends with him. I'm sure he's a great dude. But the character he plays and his stuff, it's kind of wearing off me. I, I couldn't handle that every day. Small tidbits, absolutely. One I want to last minute add Dave Portnoy because he has proven that he's a great negotiator. Hundred percent. He. The buyback of Barstool Sports is the greatest deal in the history of mankind. I think. No, that one would be good. That one would be good. We, you know, uh, I love Woody Harrelson, too, from your list. I thought that one was was strong. I just love Woody. I just do, and I think he's on our side, so for the most part. Uh, but I think of all your people, Dinklage gets the win. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Jerwasam's Mike Tyson, Peter Dinklage. I mean, those are, at the, those are towards the top now. Disco, go. Well, I was just saying, oh, I, I like who he was going with, but we, we need to add Howie Mandel to that list. I think that'd be why. Cool. I don't know. Just he wouldn't touch the gavel. He's well, exactly. Well, exa- exactly. He'd be like, I have to make a choice, and if I have to make the choice, it's got to be worth striking the gavel. So, <laughs> so you know, uh, uh, impress me. He's got the X. He got the button in front of him. You know, whatever it is, like impress me. Yeah, I think it would be something. You know. Be- better if you're going to go like talent shows like that. Simon Cowell would be better because he'd just be like, that's a stupid <laughs> idea. Yeah. And I hate you. Uh, I love that Jerusalem said that Dinklage would cost us half as much. hey <laughs> Maybe less. Yeah, Maybe you never know. Less. By the way, it's $223,500 is the salary. Yeah, uh, so McCarthy's this. getting a $49,500 uh, pay decrease today, by yeah. the way. So, yeah. No, one, no wonder he was upset. Don't forget those stock options. Oh, yeah. He'll and be fine. He'll be just fine. No, I, I, I was actually interested in the Joe Rogan thing that we were, when, he, when Tom brought that up. Like, that'd be... Rogan's interesting. Here's a wild card. What about Tanya Harding? Hmm. You know she's going to get her way. A wow factor there. Yeah. Most of the politicians would just stare. I don't... Well, she's not that attractive. She wasn't that no, attractive then. Holy. She was horrible. Now she's... Now, yeah. Now she's wow, it's not good. But if if she didn't get her way, she's gonna take a pipe to your knee. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> or a hubcap. She got Hub- arrested for throwing. Yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Interesting. She did celebrity boxing. Did she do celebrity boxing? Yeah. Or we just put like Jenny Garner up there, just because she's cute and adorable and everyone likes her. Nothing would get done. <laughs> it's oh, so no. fun to be here today. Yeah. 13 going on 30, uh, Jennifer Garner, too. Um, when she's playing the 13-year-old. Woody yes. would, no, no, that's that's yeah. creepy. No, 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 I'm saying I'm saying she's an adult acting like a 13-year-old. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Woody would slip them all edibles. Great idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. He... he He'd he, pontificate a lot. He, he would pontificate he, a lot. There'd be no filibuster needed. He would just keep talking. <laughs> Jill says Don Trump Jr. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that one. 
I think a lot of people would be in agreement with that one, though. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep my comments. To, um, there's there's got to be there's got to be some other great ones here. What if they're not real people? Like, what if we put He-Man in there? Yeah, He-Man. Well, that... Or you know what? You know what? I'm going to take a real poll here. I'm going to go Gargamel. Gargamel. Wow. From the Smurfs, yeah. right? Wow. He doesn't put up with shit. No. Well, when he gets upset and not his way, he then ends up doing something with his magic and turns you into something. Yeah, he gets the yeah. cauldron, whatever. I mean, yeah. I mean Gargamel. Hmm. What a pool, Gargamel. I, was, yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't know where it was going. I, I didn't. I didn't know either. Um, <clears throat> now, or could you imagine go back to the Howie Mandel instead of it being more like America's Got Talent? It's more like uh, Deal or No Deal. When <laughs> he's like. That's great, but now you have to choose between these twenty-three cases, <laughs> you know. And, that, and then, like the the drape comes up, and there's the women with the cases. <laughs> Pick the right one, and then it gets passed. I mean, I'm game. I'm game. I'm I'm game for anything that works. If if it's a deal or no deal kind of a scenario, dog the bounty hunter says Ginger. That's a good <laughs> one. <Yeah. laughs> that's 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 something I I think I could get behind. Roseanne Barr says says text panhandle patriot. Oh, that would be that would be she'd great. Be Here's awesome. I, I just want people who say what they think, even if it's inappropriate. She definitely brings smoking back to the house. Oh, she'd she totally there. would. Yeah. She totally would. What are the yeah, she, that would be that would be great. <laughs> Can you read back the minutes, please? Okay, but so far I still think I still think my favorite one is Mike Tyson. That's <laughs> just because of the lisp, the whole thing. He's short too. Uh, he's not Dinklage short, but he's, he's short. Um, I love that scene in The Hangover with his, I can feel it coming. And, do, 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 and he punches him right in the face. Such a great. Andy Pearson says, I met Tanya, had to escort her at a casino I worked. She's a total skank. Total. Love it. I almost feel like we need to get Andy on the show now just yeah. to get this story. That would be, that would be quite the. Did you ever see her sex tape? No. With her and Jeff Galuli on their wedding night? Oh. <laughs> no. I said the bad part is now is good? I feel like our phones are listening now, and then it's going to be like a pushed ad now and on my phone later. Is it good, Tom? Define the word good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is it something that you'll be aroused from? Depending on what you. <laughs> if you're sort of like into the whole kind of like, you know, white trash sort of, you know, porn thing, then yeah, it would if be, that's your niche, yeah. if that's what you're Googling at yeah. the end of the day, <laughs> it, it would be definitely up your alley. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we had this but conversation. I will say she is a heck of a performer. In the video or just or like the, in general? The <laughs> in the video. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and that Galuli guy, holy smoke. Don't, <laughs> don't Google any of this stuff. I, I really feel like we didn't expect this conversation to go down this route when in break we we're like, let's keep doing this. This will be fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right. Well, we had some good ones. Uh, Joe Dirt was suggested there. Dan Severance from UFC. Um, uh, uh, my two. Fa- I'm gonna go Mike Tyson from Jerusalem, and then and then your original pick of Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think those would be great. Yeah. 
Dinklage would be great for entertainment value, but eventually you'd be like, dude, grow up. Like it, stop it. Um, not not to to pick on him for do that. Do we do we make it the gavel bigger for him? But then it's the squeaky one when he <laughs> squeaky. Maybe Tucker Carlson. There's an interesting one. Hmm. There's there's an interesting one for sure. Dave Chappelle. Yes, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Dave Chappelle or. Burt Kreischer. We're going to see Burt Kreischer. Is that next week? No, two weeks, whatever. No, it's it's next Saturday. Is it really? Well, yeah. That means my wife's birthday is the next day. Yeah. Okay. We really timed it out perfectly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not this Saturday. Next, next Saturday. Saturday. But can you imagine him up there, the machine, taking no his shirt, shirt off? With no shirt. <laughs> Every time he walks out, he's just like, all right, he's let's get started. That would be great. He'd probably still have slacks on and stuff. He'd still make Texas it classy. Panhandle, Tanya Hardon. Ew. <laughs> uh, such a broken crew we are. There's there's people who come into this chat and they're like, oh, no way. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm so gone. Between what these three say and then the folks in the chat do. Uh, Jerusalem, I need a shower now. Yes. Fair point. Fair point. Okay, we're going to take a break from all of this talk. We don't know. We'll see. There's going to be lots of conversation. I'm sure we'll talk about it tomorrow as some new developments pop up um, as it pertains to the the speaker role. But we're going to get into, after the break, we're going to get into Kerry Lake. We're going to get back into AI. You know what AI is doing now? This probably doesn't surprise anyone. It, it should concern people. There, AI is being used at, at online some online churches and whatnot to lead sermons. Oh, yeah don't know so so that's happening you've got uh aaron Rodgers, who on espn on pat mcafee's show which is a great show uh on espn slammed travis you're gonna love it tom because he slammed travis kelsey uh the the pfizer spokesman and and uh taylor swift's boyfriend but with a comment that's not very espn like then staying in the sports world we've got we've got (laughs) there's some other good clips we got a lot of good stuff to get to we got a third hour, tons of stuff. Stay with us. We'll get right back at it here in a minute. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the wellness company's emergency medical kit comes Over in. Over 40% of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. Medical emergency kits with ivermectin. The kit contains eight 
potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, they are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember... The land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. my pillow my passion was to help each and every one of you and 20 years later all of your support is what keeps us going because of you we've been able to create thousands of usa jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever to thank you my employees and i are bringing you a limited edition my pillow the giza elegance my pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill the most amazing cotton and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network. 
and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I really love the towels. They're really great. They're super absorbent. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know we're having the biggest clearance sale ever. Get our six-piece towel sets for only $29.88 with your promo code. My towel sets are made with proprietary technology and include two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get our six-piece towel sets. Originally $99.98, then on sale for $49.98. 98. Now we're closing them out for only $29.88 while supplies last. Once they're gone, they're gone, so please order now. Have you heard of Executive Order 14067? This little-known order implemented the digital dollar, the most sinister plan to control your spending. And it gets worse. In November, the federal government and banks began a test program to roll out the digital dollar. With this, privacy for all Americans will be lost forever. Imagine, the government can now track all of your spending. The government can tell you what you can and can't buy. The government could confiscate your cash. When digital currency was rolled out in China, Bloomberg wrote, quote, this will lead to control like no other, end quote. The EU has announced that they are next, but it is already happening in America, which makes this wealth protection guide that American Alternative Assets just put out even more urgent. Project Hamilton, as this secret order is being called, might be the scariest order to happen to privacy and freedom in America since its founding, which makes this wealth protection guide so incredibly valuable right now. Move your money out of cash and into something that doesn't infringe on your privacy. You see, there is one legal 
IRS-proof loophole that could protect your IRA, 401k, and pension savings with gold and silver. And this free guide tells you exactly which steps you need to take right now to move part of your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax consequences. As this program rolls out, the sky's the limit for the level of government control that could be enforced on your money. Protect your savings and your privacy. But in the devastation ahead, American Alternative Assets is offering you something rare, a chance to protect your wealth and possibly even grow it. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back, the my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. <gasps> When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time, when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster. Remember, always paper. Okay. All right, let's go. One, two, three, shoot. Ah, so close. So close. Keep losing. Drink up. Concentrate. It's always paper. Are you sure? Yes, it's always you sure? paper. Yes. All right, here we go. Come on. Okay. One, two, three, shoot. Ah, so close. Okay, sorry, drink up. There's gotta be a different way. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm ready. Alright, here we go. One, two, three. Uh, is he okay? Uh, he'll be fine. Uh, 
Sorry, extended break there, but we are back, hitting hour three, ready to go. And with all the political hoopla yesterday, there was an announcement. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing to make that announcement. Maybe it may be a good thing. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But <clears throat> during all the, the vacating of the House Speaker role yesterday, uh, slash this week, I guess it was on the second, technically, that it happened, which was two days ago. But Carrie Lake announced her bid, which was expected for a Senate seat in the state of Arizona. You can see the Federal Election Commission filing there. And I just want to talk about this, if nothing else, just briefly. Because she obviously ran for governor, had a compelling campaign, did a, did a great job. Lost to Katie Hobbs, who also oversaw the election as the Secretary of State, by the way. Nothing to see here. Also lost to someone in Katie Hobbs who didn't really campaign, didn't debate, didn't do any of those things. But has, has captured a lot of notoriety nationally and has announced that she's going to do this. I think it's a good thing. Here's the, And I've said this about her a, a million times. And I, I know she's not listening to what I have to say. I'm, I'm not an advisor. But I, I hope, I hope that she runs on who she is and she runs on policy and she doesn't run on the election stuff. I just do. It doesn't mean the election stuff's not real. But here's what I think people get so, they get so stuck on, on principle on our side, particularly on our side. Well, no, the right thing is, is I believe in this and this is what I'm passionate about, so I have to do it. Okay, but here's the deal, Scooter. You're, you're, if you run on that, you're not going to get in. So you have this desire to do X, Y, and Z things. You want to close the border. You want <clears throat> to do all this good for the country. You can't do it if you don't get there. So people have got to learn, how, and it sounds manipulative, and it is. People have got to learn how to run a campaign and learn what's going to work and what's not going to work in a campaign. So, well, I like Carrie Lake a lot, a lot about her. I don't like that she was hanging out with Ronnie McDaniel and Ronnie McDaniel was holding her purse during interviews and photo shoots in Milwaukee. Don't like that. Don't think she probably wants a lot of people talking about that. I have some, I have some questions about her, but there's a lot of good there too. You need, you need to run on policy though and get there. Our side is like, oh my gosh, this is what I got to do. I think... I'm a fervent believer that there was something wrong with the 2020 election or something wrong with the, the election, the gubernatorial election in Arizona. Okay, cool. So do a lot of the rest of us. But there's a lot of people you need to get to vote for you who are so over that issue. You need to just shut your mouth on it. You can, it doesn't mean shut your mouth, stop believing it. It means shut your mouth, play the game smart so you can get in and then do whatever the hell you want to do. But I, I don't, I mean, I do feel like there's enough people who don't see, they're not able to separate that. This is what I'm really concerned about. My biggest concern is blank. All right. You, you prob here, here's, the, here's the sobering news. One, 
is if you were to get in, you're probably not going to be able to bring about much change on that because the system's that broken. That's that's that. But if 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 you if if you think you can or you've got some other plan that no one else does, whatever the case might be, and you want to try, I'm all for it. Please do try. We need people who are, are hustlers, people who are aggressive, people who want to go and do the right thing for the country. But you got to figure out how to get the fucking seat in order to bring about change. And I just think when you you pick an issue like that, I would never run on election stuff or COVID stuff. Just leave that shit alone. People are over it. People are divided over it. Touch on everything else. Uh, what say you, Tom? That's that's. You know, I go back and forth on this. I think there was a lot of, you know, weird shit that went on with the election in 2020. But even to this day, Republicans aren't doing anything to, to, to try and, and, and fix what was broken, like in Arizona, in Pennsylvania, right, or in Michigan. Um, but I, it also with the COVID thing, I know you don't want to keep bringing it up. But this COVID will happen again. It's the same thing with the election. It'll it'll happen again if people don't talk about it and they don't demand accountability. For the life of me, I can't understand why Fauci, Bricks, Barrick, Collins all aren't in prison right now. And Walensky, you know, it's like we're just pretending those two years never happened. We've just erased them from history. And my thought is... If these savages had the ability to lock down the country, cripple the economy, increase the suicide rate amongst teenagers and young adults, bring the educational system to its knees where kids are, you know, three and five years behind where they should be at their grade level, that's a criminal activity. And now we're finding out more and more that it was all choreographed by the deep state. So until there's some sort of resolution to that, I don't think that I, I understand what you're saying that, you know, not talk about that, you know, just so it, you look, you know, more mainstream or whatever. But those are still issues that are totally unresolved. And if we ignore them, they're going to go away. No, I agree. And it's, it's uh, to be clear, I'm not saying ignore them and pretend they didn't happen. Let's just move on and hope they solve themselves. That That's not what I'm 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 saying at all. It's just. And you can even bring them up like you can because you're going to get asked questions, right? And and pressers and Q&A's at private donor events, all of this stuff. Look, I'm a firm believer that there was fraudulent activity in the election. I'm a firm believer that we have to fix that. But I'm a firm believer that we have to get a coalition of people into office to work collaboratively to fix that and not just have it be the only thing. Because what so many of them do, her included, is is they say this and they're not wrong in their thinking which is which is the nuance to this conversation that we can't we can't they take the exact opposite approach we can't talk about anything else till we fix elections okay that's not going to happen it's not that easy it's not that simple you have to you i think we can do all of them at the same time yes that happened yes we have to understand that they forced a pandemic on us that they forced this vaccine on people, that they, all of those things. We have to not forget that and just hope that it never happens again. You have to assume and, and not just assume, know that it is going to happen again on both fronts, election, pandemic, all, all sorts of other stuff, money-making schemes for them. That's going to happen. But I, I, I still think you can address it differently of, hey, 
this stuff matters to me, that does. This does. We need to make sure that we prevent it, but there's there's more to it than that. Just not have it be the only thing they talk about, because some of them are just broken records, and that's all they talk about. And and you'll you'll see that, and they'll so we okay. But what about the what about the economy? Well, the economy doesn't matter if we don't fix voting. So we just got to talk about 2020. We got to talk about the gubernatorial election. Stop it. Answer the questions about the economy. What what are your policies on that? Talk about that. Yes, we got to fix that too. I just think they can deliver it better. I they're not wrong in a lot of their points. It's their delivery sucks. Right, and a lot of times we see the answers what the reporters say, and the reporters are always going to bait them into talking about, oh, you're an election denier. Like, that's something right. that is bad. You know, Hillary Clinton still hasn't accepted defeat 2016. So right. it's all a bunch of bullshit when they talk about election deniers and this and that. It, you know, until Stacey Abrams and, and Hillary say that they lost, then they're election deniers as well, and it doesn't make any difference. But the difference it does make, it sours a lot of people who are sort of in the center and don't really pay attention much to anything that's going on in the news, and they just keep saying, oh, they're an election denier, election denier, just like climate denier and, and so forth. And that has an effect on, on those voters. But unfortunately, we live in a society now where nobody can be trusted it, it, of our choke points of information. No, they can't. And, 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 and that's the tricky part is is— you're uh, like absolutely the other difference is with with the election denier stuff and the stacy and the hillary stuff is obviously they have the benefit of the press and big tech on their side so it's easier for them to get away with that walk away scot-free and they can talk about elections being wrong we just can't and it doesn't have to be elections it can be anything but that's the tricky thing and i feel like our side never adapts we don't adapt and overcome we just hope for the best this week was a good example of it too like this, this broke so many people in D.C. It's like, you should have seen this coming. The writing's been on the wall for this kind of stuff for a while. Yeah, how are you surprised? Right. I, Matt Gates has been talking about this forever, and not just him, but particularly him, but not just him. Like, you shouldn't be surprised, but everyone wants things to just, you know, go along to get along and, and not upset people and not have things go wrong. You've got to do that. You've got to just walk into a shop every once in a while and knock everything over off the display table. I've not done that, but you've got to, you've got to do something similar to that, but you've got to be able to be disruptive and you, then you've got to be able to figure out how to, and you, I, I, I firmly believe that the word is actually because no one in, in DC is genuine uh, or no one wanting to get into D.C. either is genuine for the most part. So you have to figure out how to manipulate that middle portion of the country. And if and if it's not manipulate and you're just telling the truth, then God bless you. Thank you. I hope you win because we need that. But for, for those people who just want to have the seat, most of them because they think they can do good and don't understand that they can't do a whole lot of good, you've got to just change your message. You've got to hit this middle crowd. The people that you were just talking about, you've got to be able to cut through and, 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 and scratch an itch that's there. And no one seems to play that game. Everyone plays to the hardcore left or to the hardcore right. What does MAGA and America first want to hear? That's what I'm going to say. That works to get you Twitter follows. That doesn't work to get you elected. You need to, you need to do more than that. It doesn't mean that that's not your primary focus. But how, what are you doing to get the other 5, 10, 15% that you need to get pulled over to your side 
to to actually get into office because again you can have the best ideas you can have a really cool poster you can have a cool commercial but if you don't get anywhere it doesn't matter you're as useless as the person sitting next to you yeah well it's you gotta remember you know uh president obama when he was running like we're gonna i'm running on we're gonna take take our troops out of afghanistan and then he said i'm gonna do that day one and then what happened not too far into his you know his presidency he he sent more troops into afghanistan because he yeah because he finally got the more he got the information he didn't know yeah, I tell you, don't get me going on the surge. Yeah, and so, but it's one of those things where it's like people are like, "Wait, I voted for you because we're going to take our troops out of Afghanistan." Well, now he knows what's actually going on that he wasn't privy to because he wasn't president. Well, he didn't realize how deep the military-industrial yeah. complex was, yeah. and they're the ones actually calling the shots. You know, it wasn't up to him. Mm-hmm. He just yeah, went along with exactly. It. Well, and that's and that's the hard thing too, and that's the hard thing to remember too. The the flip side of that conversation is for everyone who's like, "Oh, we the only saving grace or the only hope we have for this country is to get Trump back in office." I, I it, look, he'd be great if he got back in office. I'm not opposed to him getting back in office. So hear me on that, and and I think you you know me well enough to know where I'm at on that. But we've learned that position is just another position. It's it's. It's you, you can't do a whole lot there. So but but you do. But you do. Whether it's a Senate seat, a congressional seat, whether it's governor, whether it's the president or anywhere in between. And there's lots of stuff in between there. If you if you've got any hope of getting stuff done on your own, you don't have much of a hope. But if you have any shot of getting stuff done and you, and you want to live out these principles and values and ideals in your head, you got to get there. And to get there, you got to figure out what you got to say to get there. And that sounds awful and and manipulative and all these things and dirty. Well, guess what? The system you're trying to walk into is the most corrupt system on the planet. (laughs) Yeah. So you've got to figure out how to get there first to actually try and enact enact change. And and the the hard truth beyond that is you're probably not going to be able to, but you should still try. I'm not discouraging people to try. I just... I just feel like people's like, ah, oh, every, every commercial, right? Every commercial from a conservative is something to do with the military, which is great. You should have that in there. Something to do with God. Absolutely should have that in there. The Constitution, great. What else, though? What, are, what, what else are you doing to set yourself apart? You need all of those things. That's, that's what we were founded on. That's who your voter base is and, and should be. But, but what else are you doing? And, and, you, and there's got to be newsflash. There's got to be a little bit of dirtiness in there. You you you've got to play to win. Because if you don't, you get the point. I'm 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 beating a dead horse here and belaboring everything. But I I just I hope for her sake. I say it all the time with Trump too, as he continues his cam- campaign. I hope he does the same and tries to reach out and grab these people over here. Not just the ones who are going to vote for him, who are going to vote for him if he's in prison, vote for him if he's dead, vote for him if he turns transgender. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever he does, right? Those people are going to vote for him. You need to get these people over here. So does Carrie Lake. Yeah, and unfortunately, you got to take a page out of James Carville's book or Lee Atwater's book. And if you want to win, you got to be ruthless, man. Yeah. You got to demoralize your your other side. You got to you got to take them down, drag them through the dirt, stomp on their throat, 
and then throw them in the trash and take a piss on them. That's what those guys did. And the Democrats have really embraced that. Whereas the Republicans, after Lee Atwater, have shied away from it. They didn't want anything to do with it. They didn't want to win ugly. And guess what happened after that? You know, other than Bush winning two terms, we haven't really won anything. Yeah. You know, other than Trump. And that was, you know, that that was a sea change for the Republican Party because he came about it a totally different way. And he proved that his way of reaching people was a lot more authentic and genuine. And it resonated with voters who were tired of the the way that the the direction that Obutthole put the country in. And and that that floored the Republicans. They're like, oh, we can't have this. You know, after years and years of saying, well, if you can get us the Senate and the House, then we can have real change. If you get us the presidency, then, you know, then we've got it. And then we all saw what happened after that. Nothing changed. Yeah. But until you decide to start fighting like the Carvels of the world, you don't have a chance. Well, and what's interesting about that is we had that moment in time where he wins in 2016, upsets the person. Everyone's shocked, right? The system breaks. DC's in panic mode. They've been in panic mode ever since. And he got in. He got in because of all the things you said. He got in because he 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 was different, and he said, "We're going to do things different." And people were ready for a change. And 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 part of the reason he got in is is not just because of his message. Is is just that is that people were ready for a change. We're ready for an outsider. Something has to break here. We don't, I don't even think people understood what needed to break. They just understood something needed to change and break. But then the 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 response to that. Even on the right, since we've really just got a uniparty in D.C. representing us, so, so-called representing us, is they had to tear into him and his character and all of that stuff. And I look, he's, he's got some, some shady parts of him. I'm not saying he's a perfect person, but they tore into him, and then he lost a huge portion of the people who voted for him in 2016. So now it's, now it's okay, you've kind of gone back, the, the, the world, the collective world, D.C., you've kind of gone back to where it was pre-Trump, how do you get back to invigorating voters to to do it again? And can it be done that fast? Because it's just been seven years, eight years. Next year in the election, can can you can you do it? Can you make the turn and make make people that desperate that fast? I don't know. It kind of depends on who's ultimately in the race at that point too. But but man, you you, you got to figure that out. Got you got to figure that out. And and so and. To the original story that started 20 minutes ago. So so does Carrie Lake. So does Carrie Lake. Again, I I keep saying that freaking word, but like you you people are always like you're hard on this person or you're hard on this female or that. I'm not trying to be hard. I'm trying to help you. I, I please see it that way. I'm trying to help you. I I like a lot of what you're doing. Here here's some other tidbits of information you should you should know. And don't just listen to your advisors who are like, oh, we're so up right now in the polls with these people. You were always up in the polls with those people. Go get new people. You got to get people to take take people away from your opponent, uh, not, not, not just solidify your base. You got to keep your base too. But these days we're all in such echo chambers. We live in these, 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 these crazy silos where it's hard to lose your base, man. You're going to keep your base because everyone's so divided. Figure out how to steal people away from another base. Got to do it.
All right, transitioning to artificial intelligence, the very natural transition after an Arizona Senate race. Well, I mentioned it earlier, but we see, look, I, 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 I'm predominantly anti-AI. I see some value in it. We, we tap, as I've told you before, there's certain things we're starting to tap into a little bit for the show here, here and there uh, to help our daily workflow because there's a lot of stuff going on throughout the day. It's not just drinking and DoorDash orders. Like, we do other stuff too, I promise. Uh, in fact, a lot, a lot of stuff. But, but there's, so there's good and there's bad. I think most of it's bad. If AI were able to be able to figure out how to cure cancer, great. If he can help a, a person doing data entry, great. But in terms of what what it can be used for, not so good. And and when you cross the line, not only into freedom and surveillance, you know, those are probably some of the the two biggest categories. That's that's a really big concern. It's a really big red flag. And then and then you look at and you look at our, our world today. You look at let's just look at freaking TikTok, man. Look at TikTok or Twitter or any of the social media platforms, I guess for that matter. And you see where people are. Predominantly on the left, yes. But but we've got problems on the right too. And you see advancements in technology and you and you but you look at the LGBTQ issues and and you look at gender neutral bathrooms and you look at abortion and you look at grinder and you look at all of this stuff and you Tom's like what are you talking but and you and you start to be like man this is like Sodom and Gomorrah shit like we're they they had nothing on us oh we're here man and we (laughs) right okay so that's what I'm trying to do this is where we are this is where we are and then you add in AI and you add in the fact that now there's reports that this is an article I forget where this is from I'm just going to read a part of it. TheMirror.com. The mirror, this is from The Mirror. It is questionable, yes. But you know this is true. The word of God has now been officially taken over by AI as approved by this robot-generated sermon, which included humans worshiping. You can now forget the stereotype that religion is backwards as this Methodist church in Texas now uses artificial intelligence to conduct a service with chat GPT. You guys, that kind of, some of you are like, oh, that's interesting. No, that's not interesting. That's terrifying. Read the Bible. Understand history. And understand how big the gap, I mean, you think we hate each other and the division between us, Republicans and Democrats, conservatives and liberals, whatever you want to call it, is widening fast? It is. It's not good. The gap that's widening between humanity in God is so much faster and wider than that. I mean, we're, we're talking Grand Canyon. It's insane. And you start working this in and you have all these false idols and you have a robot teaching a sermon. Stop it. Like this, I, I, stuff like this. I feel like this is, is this, (laughs) so this is the ad that the church put out. Okay. AI generated worship service. And I'm reading just from the article here. He wanted to have original songs based on his sermon. So he puts his sermon into AI and say, make a song. So they've now have original songs to worship to created by AI, like to sing as a congregation. So that lends to the sermon itself as well. But <sighs> AI generated worship service people. I'm telling you. I mean, even, even our churches are, have been captured by by the this you know authoritarian communist globalist movement 
I mean, when you look at the Pope, it, this Pope right now, and, you know, I'm born and raised Catholic, and this guy, I really, truly believe he is Satan himself that has come to earth. He, he is just one of the most contemptible human beings that I've ever seen before in my entire life. And this, the having AI writing sermons is just the capture that I believe that Satan has a grip on just about everything in our society right now. Yeah. And this is just the next step. You know, Washington Post had a story yesterday, or had a, uh, had a piece called How Atheists Can Fix a Broken America. <laughs> That's where we are. Yeah. So, you know, this is just another, another evolution to it. You know, you see, what is it, the Episcopal Church? You know, having having uh, drag queens in there and performing on their altar, you know, this is this is all stuff that you know. And I'm not the biggest Bible scholar that there is, but I know when you start when you're somebody who is a rel- supposedly religious leader and you start to blaspheme God in a house that you built for him, it's not going to end well. Yeah. No, it's not. It's. I just and, and 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 you get all these arguments that come out there. I have as it pertains to this worship service and this this church in Texas, which is trash. I haven't I haven't seen all the counter arguments. In fairness, do you have one? Well, no. One of the quotes from the pastor Jay is the initial reason we offered this, admittedly unorthodox service, was to inform our congregation about AI and to understand its potential and its limitations. But here's the deal. AI is it AI is is going to default. And maybe this is a simplistic view. And and uh, I'm but I'm just I'm just gonna spit out what's gonna come out of my mouth anyways. AI is gonna default to they can they can do better than God. Oh yeah, Yuval Harari already said that we should come up with an AI Bible. Yes. So it's you at the very premise. You've got someone who's I'm going to I'm going to teach a sermon and I'm going to do it better than God could do it. Like you know that that's the makeup of what they're saying. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to make worship better. I worship of who? Of what? Like I it, it just you can't it's really really hard to connect the lines there. Especially given who programs most of the AI and their feelings on on God and scripture who don't believe it's the living word of God and don't believe in Jesus Christ and don't, I just, I don't see how you can reconcile it. So there's more here just down, down in this article. And I think, which is a good thing. What ultimately brought us closer to God as a community was the discussion after the service. We were able to share what was most important to us in, in the worship and how much we treasure the human element in the community of faith something that was clearly lacking in the AI-generated service. So those people who were saying, like, I guess he did this as a test, just to see, hey, let's see how what's going on. But people were like, no, we want the human side, not the computer but side. But honestly, like, you can say that, and, and maybe he's a decent guy. Yeah. But, like— I don't know, man. I'm looking at these pictures of him. He looks like a bitch. No. Oh, yeah, the, this guy? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. He it, looks like a total bitch. It's totally— uh, It looks I'll, like he would have— Pull him know, in. I wanna, I'll, I'll pull I wanna, it in. Uh, but— but, but it, <laughs> Of course, we, you're testing it out like, oh, they relate more to humans and, and other Christians and believers than a machine. Yeah. Like, I, I, how is this even a, a, a debate 
Yeah, why would you think it was a good idea in the right. first place? Right. Like, yeah. I, like I, I just, I, we were testing something out. Well, that was stupid. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, Did you not run it by anybody why? first? <laughs> like, even your wife at home? Like, you think this is a good idea? Stop it. Like, I, 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 it's just, it's so concerning. And I know it doesn't matter to everyone, and that's fine. It doesn't need to matter to you if it doesn't matter to you. I think it should, personally. I'm just saying, check yourself. But... <laughs> You, you cannot replace God with anything. And to try and do it with a machine and, and or to try and do a, this is him. No, go out wider so you can get the full. No, yeah, I, I was only zooming in because I wanted to see what was going on in the background with the worship band in the back. But that's the pastor there who thought it would be a good pastor, Jay Cooper of Violet, Violet Crown City Church. Is that close to Houston? I don't know. Jill was asking if it was Houston earlier. I have no idea. And but I, I respect the hell but, out of Jill Like, here's the people getting ready for altar. What is around that guy's head there? I don't know. Mask. I'm so confused. I guarantee you, during COVID, he instructed everybody in his parish to get the jab, to a closed down and made people wear masks and socially distance and had his BLM sign out in front of his church along with the sign saying you know mask up and save a life and all this uh, and i bet he supports the ukraine war this the thing that he's failing to realize is with ai ai is programmed by human beings and what we're finding out is and kamala said it herself the race for ai is who's in control of of programming the ai and feeding it the information they want bed in there yeah so this guy's walking right into another leftist trap i'm sure he's a leftist to begin with and you know he i just his rationale for wanting to prove a point just doesn't hold any water with me no i hope it doesn't hold it with a lot of people out there austin texas it's in Austin. Austin. Okay, there you go, Jill. I, I am shocker. <laughs> I know. No, once I was read that and listened to you tell, I'm like, no, Tom's spot on. <laughs> like, spot on. Guarantee it. What I, what I said about him was absolutely 100% true. Well, and here's the deal. I mean, I, this, you never want this to be your actual message in terms of evangelizing and, and sharing that. And by the way, we get a lot of stuff wrong here. We're broken just like everyone else. I'm broken just like everyone else. I worked in ministry, and then I went and hunted people for a living. So imagine how jacked up I am. But you, do you really want to, when you get to all these issues now, you're bringing in the the new age of artificial intelligence and, and all of this stuff. And in this case, you're trying to blend faith and artificial intelligence. Do you really want to get to the point where you're questioning God? Even for the folks who are like, I don't know if I'm a believer in Jesus, or I don't know if I'm a believer in this. Okay. Are you going to choose a machine? To tell you if there is a God. To tell you if there is a God, and you're going you're gonna to choose a machine over the creator of the universe? I'm just saying, I'm not a gambler. I don't even gamble on sports as much as I love them. I'm not taking that bet. And, and the stakes are high, by the way. The stakes are the highest they've ever been in your life in anything ever, period, end of story. That's because you're not a part of the transhumanist movement. When you're a part of the transhumanist movement, like everybody in the economic forum from Yuval Harari to Klaus Schwab, they all believe that human beings themselves have the potential to be their own god. Yeah. And once human beings start believing that they are their own god, that's when... God steps in and is like, 
guess uh-uh. what? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, hey, I've worked at churches that were like, we shouldn't bring a click track into the into the band. We do, we don't need to have something you know telling us what to do in our ear. They were afraid of that because they didn't want something to come in. So I, I'm more shocked as to this church is like, yeah, let's 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 give AI a shot. That's scary. Yeah, no, it's really scary. Well, it's a scary. I was just watching video today, and maybe we can play it tomorrow on the show. But uh, my big buddy, who I was talking about, Pope Francis, just had a drag show at the Vatican. Dude, he here's and here's my like. I don't want. I'm not trying to pick on Catholics here. Um, no, feel free, man. As a Catholic and not a practicing Catholic right now, it has been the, the one of the hardest but the best revelations that I've ever had in my life. When you, we talk about the Vatican and their relationship with Hitler during World War II, when you talk about the Vatican and the running of the rat lines with Nazis down to South America, when you talk about the Vatican and what they've done with pedophilia. Yeah. You know, and now and now this pope saying that, you know, Americans aren't doing enough for climate change. And, and it's the same pope that refuses, that like pulls away in abject horror if he has to shake the hands or let a black cardinal kiss his hand. He's a disgusting piece of shit. He is. And people, I, I don't get this, right, with, 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 with Catholics. And I, I, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be mean to you. Whatever, whatever feels right for you, do it. Again, this, I, I, we're all adults here. You figure out what works for you. I just, I just disagree with it because, because so much of it there, and there's good in it too. There's good in 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 the family and the community of Catholicism for sure. But so it's rules based, and it's you have to do this. Who's saying this? Well, kind of me, kind of God. I'm 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 going to take things. To, it ends up being this rules based system. It's like that's not. Have you read the the Gospels? Have you read the New Covenant of the Bible? That's not how it works. Like it's right. not a rules based system. It's do you believe in this guy right here? Right here. Not he's not actually he is here, but he's not. You can't see him on screen. Like, do, do you believe in Jesus? Yes. No. Okay. Cool. That's that's how this works, and and it just seems like it's different for that. But then the bigger thing is is because I get frustrated with the rules that they and it's not just Catholics, but any a lot of denominations get focused on, and then and then they put all this hope and identity in this old dude. Whoever, whichever old dude it is who wears a white robe and usually has a very sultry past, like you can't say anything bad about the Pope. Guess what? I think he's a a loser. Like I think that he is. You're much nicer than I am when I actually think he is Satan himself that has come to Earth. Possibly, I, but it's. I mean, he's not good. And you should don't put your faith or hope in any human. Have you ever met a human who hasn't let you down? No, the answer is no. If you, ha- if you and if you haven't, what drugs are you on? Chuck Please Norris. get them to us. Chuck Norris. He, he's up there. Yeah. He's up there. <laughs> but like, it, it's just, it's just, it, the whole thing's ridiculous to me. And and buttoning this up, the AI stuff, absolutely ridiculous. It's it's scary. It's terrifying stuff. If you're going to a church that has a sermon that has been produced and/or led by AI, run. Run as fast. I don't care if you're in a walker. Jolt out of there. Pull it out of there quick. Well, and it's hard. I, I mean, you would wonder how many congregations are doing and not telling. How you know how many churches are doing and not telling their congregation right now? That's what is frightening. Yeah, because a lot of them would be like, "Well, let's not let's not tell anyone. This is making our job easier." Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. Let's go to some good news, though. So Pat McAfee's got a great show. You might like him. You might not. That's fine. It's America. You can choose to do whatever you want. Watch out. He swears. <sighs> he swears. I, I think they do a great <laughs> job. I think they do a great job, and I think he's got the best job on the planet between doing his ESPN stuff, college game day, which is my dream job, and then doing some stuff with WWE. Like, <clears throat> dude, dude's doing okay for himself. But, and hey, Magellan, good to see you. Uh, he, had, he frequently has Aaron Rodgers on, which makes me feel like he's mostly akin with him. Plus, he's in that WWE sector, which most of the populace or most of the fan base for them are on our side, too. Just go to one of those shows and you'll, you'll see what I mean. But he has Aaron Rodgers on again, and they're talking. I love Aaron sporting the mustache here. And Aaron says, drops this line about Travis Kelsey uh, and the Chiefs and, and all of that. I think there's some sentiment that there's some sort of moral victory out there that we hung with the, you know, with the champs and, and that, uh, you know, our defense played well and, and, you know, uh, Pat didn't have a crazy game and, uh, you know, Mr. Pfizer, we kind of shut him down a little bit. He didn't have, you know, his like crazy impact game. Obviously he had, you know, some yards and stuff, but I felt like for the most part, you know, we played really tough on defense especially the last three quarters. We got to get him on the show. Um, that was important for us. Uh, offensively, you know, we, we got, we got some ways to go but i felt like we showed a lot of improvement but we got to keep sticking together and and i felt like the guys after the game uh, you know did a good job of taking accountability especially zach and and that's the kind of stuff we need to see him move forward <laughs> i love that he left pat just like that just happened yeah no the <laughs> laughter like a little bit of discomfort like shit espn just gave me so much money am i about to get fired right uh Hey, by the way, he threw up at, I told you already, threw up at college game day Saturday. So, I mean, I, if he's safe after this week, he's definitely safe. Uh, like he, he threw up on air? During a commercial break, he ran into oh, okay. one of the buildings on Duke's campus and threw up. And then they... Did yeah. they talk about it? Oh, yeah, they talked oh. about it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like it was rather projectile. Um, and at first it was food poisoning. And then later he said something about a hangover. I'm like, don't say that don't on say air. It. Don't say that. It probably was. I'm sure that's what it was based on the limited amount. I know about you, not knowing you personally, but, but uh, man, anyways, I don't know. I love the laughter in the background too. I don't know who it was, but everyone was both like either in a, in a state of complete agreement or complete and total discomfort. And either way, I was okay with it, and I liked it, and I love what Aaron said, calling him Mr. Pfizer. It's fantastic. <laughs> he is. He, he's the spokesman for, for getting the jab that has been tested on mice. So, yeah, it was, it was a mix of buyer's remorse from everybody who was forced to get the vaccine and the fact that, you know, Pat McAfee was just, he was cringing because there was so much truth there. And, 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 uh, and he went there, yeah. you know, he just, he dug it right in. I wonder if, you know, this is always a question that comes up and I, I don't know, Pat, I like Pat. I enjoy him. He's very much a character, but I, but I enjoy his character at least for now. But I wonder if, okay, you signed this, you had a FanDuel or, or, uh, DraftKings, whichever one it was, I think it was FanDuel, but whatever you have a big deal before. You signed this much, much bigger deal with ESPN to the point where first you go to just to game day. And then after you get that job, which again, to me, in my opinion, is like the best job on the planet. Some people would pick something totally different for me. I'd love to be on college game day. It'd be amazing. 
But you, you get that, and then you get this new deal where they say, hey, we want the Pat McAfee show too. We want it all. We want all of you. And they give him this unseemly number of money. Bring him over. I just got to wonder. I, I, I think it's mostly good. But the boys on, on the Pat McAfee show have a great time. They're not too different. I mean, they go harder in sports than, than we do, which I'm also kind of jealous about. But they, but the, the vibe is, is, is similar-esque. And I'm not trying to compare the shows and saying we're similar. We're, we're not. But they have a, my point is, is they have a good time. And ESPN has some pretty strict rules. I wonder if that ever comes into play where he's like, ah, did I do the right thing? I was making 50 here instead of 85 here. But I had more freedom here. Is that better? Like, does it matter once you're? I, I don't. I don't know. But I think it's an interesting conversation. I mean, at the end of the day, it's he's making more money, so he probably doesn't care. Yeah, but but when you're talking, if you were talking eighty five thousand dollars to a million dollars, I feel like it's a different category than going for. I, I, I'm speculating. I forget the numbers off the top of my head, but something like fifty to whatever it is now, eighty-five million or something like that. Once you're in the tens of tens of millions of dollar category, jumping up from fifty days is, is is that as big of a jump as it would have been from like I'm trying to I'm going to make a podcast to I'm making my first million. Like that's a that's a big that's a big jump. Once you're at that point, you're an enterprise. Well, you've got generational wealth. You've got generational yeah. wealth. Your staff, some of them probably have generational wealth. So <clears throat> let's get there. By yeah, the let's, way. Let's, 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 let's find the deal. But, but like, <laughs> I, I just don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, to me, if it was, I'm not hitting on Pat at all. I, I watch him as much as I can. He comes on before us. I, every Friday I do when I'm home and in the afternoon after taking care of Coin Club and, and Mammoth and some of the other stuff we do. But I just, I don't know. And, and I don't know what those internal conversations, they might be like, we want you so bad. We have these other policies. These are for these people. You do whatever you want, in which case it's a different story. But if, 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 if someone came to us and was like, we're going to pay you $50 million to do this show four or five days a week, whatever it is. And cover X, Y, and Z. But you can't smoke cigars. And, and <laughs> well, no, and, and, and you can do whatever the fuck you want. And then someone else came in and said, what's the equivalent? They're not even there anymore. Fox News comes in. We're going to pay you $85 million to come do the same thing. But you got to fall under our rules. I, I don't know. Well, I, at that point, it's kind of like. Rules are a sliding scale, man. If you're it, working in the entertainment business, if you're bringing in the viewers and your show is killing it, They'll look the other way every single time. Yeah. Well, but until they don't, right? I mean, Tucker got, there was a lawsuit and all that stuff. But then Tucker, best thing that ever happened in cable news, gets gets shit canned. Yeah, but the difference between Tucker, well, one of the many differences between Tucker and Pat McAfee is he had a guest on his show talking, calling somebody Mr. Pfizer. You had Tucker Carlson going after Pfizer. (laughs) Pfizer. Right. No. True. Fair point. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I don't disagree with that whatsoever, but it, it's just an interesting, I mean, it's really an interesting conversation. Like, and it's something that we should maybe have in case things really pop off here. Like, are we going for 50 and freedom? Or are we going for 85 and rules? I hate rules. But also too, um, I guess my question would be is what are the rules that ESPN is, you know, saying you have to follow? 
when you if if it's the fox thing it's hey we're going against the truth here we're like we we're being told this is this is the the line you have to toe here it is with espn it's well it's sports you just can't say this that or this and it's not necessarily going against any morals so at the end of the day it's what what's the difference there if you know i i don't know i mean it, i mean obviously we're speculating all this ESPN might have literally said, I mean, they have a warning page that comes up before their show saying we're going to cuss <laughs> and that's how normal humans talk, which no one else in ESPN has. So I right. think there's probably a pretty gracious deal. Oh, for yeah. I'm like, you just be you. We brought you here to be you. I don't think any of that's written down. I think, again, if you're if you're making money for the big corporation, they're going to turn their back. They're not going to have any sort of moral high ground or or take any sort of moral stand against you. But once your ratings start to slip, that's when they start clamping down. Yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Well, <clears throat> just so you know, the Rangers just won't beat the race. So they're going to the next round. They did? Yeah. Well, the yeah. Twins. What's going on with the Twins? Because they started. It should, should, it, it's going. I'll look it up. Okay. Because they started at 430. Um Big win last night. Big win last night. Good to be back in the winning. Oh, um, zero zero in the fo- top of the fourth. Okay. You know, it's been a while since we've won in the playoffs, so that felt good last night. I was out back clapping and stuff. I'm sure my neighbors were like, "What's going on?" And then I was like, "You know what? They probably are used to it." Um, <laughs> At least you weren't getting naked. That's true. I wasn't. Getting or naked. were you? No, I didn't get naked last night. Okay. So that was out <laughs> out back. Um, out back. So, um, okay, we hit Aaron Rodgers. Do we have time for this? It's This is your show, so we can really make it. I mean, whatever. we can do whatever we want. Uh, let's just show a clip here. So, you know, coaches will give signals from the sideline. We won't do all the clips. Coaches will give signals from the sideline. You've got Oregon State, who's had a hell of a year so far. Good for them. Jonathan, Jonathan Smith, former player, by the way, uh, who's their head coach. And he he got a lot of attention this past weekend, Friday night, they were they were um, playing Utah, beat Utah, big win. Utah didn't have Cam Rising, but they, there's still a big win for for Oregon State nonetheless. And he he's trying to tell them to milk the clock. <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, right? You just want sometimes you just want to run down the clock so the other team doesn't get the ball. Well, he got into a lot hot a lot of hot water <laughs> over this clip. This was the signal he was trying. This was the message he was trying. And it to happened send to in. make air, probably it, right. Yes. Yeah. Here, here it was. I think he may have been saying, "Okay, milk the run. clock. Oh, milk it. Milk yeah, it. that's what go. that is." Okay. <laughs> so I mean, just really getting in there and squeezing those things to let his quarterback know, "Hey, we got to milk this clock." In this case, very physically, like squeeze it out. He ended up apologizing. He ended up apologizing. Never apologized. That was no big deal. There's no big deal. That's the thing. Is let's skip the press conference because he he. <laughs> come on, dude. It was funny. People laughed about it. Some people were offended, and if they were offended, they're gay. Well, like, he literally says like, I, you know, if it offended someone, I'm so sorry. I'll have to come with the different symbols. Like, no, like just just do it. If it's got a nipple, you can milk it. Yeah. Right? Would they rather him milk his prostate to milk? <laughs> That's the only other thing I know you can milk. <laughs> we had Chad showing his nipples over here. That was fantastic. But you can't, I mean, let's, let's, I mean, let's honestly, let's, let's skip his press conference where he apologizes to people he shouldn't apologize to. And let's go to the tape at the Fokker family dinner here and, and just talk about nipples and milk for a second. 
cat. A cat? I milked a cat once. You want to hear a story? Sure. My sister had a cat, and the cat birthed a litter of kittens. Must have been 30 of them. And there was this one little runt, this little sweet little little engine that could run, who could, you know, wanted to get up there and couldn't really get access to the, to the, to the, the to the, uh, teat. Teat? Done. What have you. I went in and just simply, you know, just... <laughs> Her face into is a little the saucer. Best. And uh, then took the saucer and fed it to Geppetto. That's what I named it, Geppetto. I, I had no idea you could milk a cat. Oh, yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. <laughs> I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? <laughs> such a great scene. Uh, such a great scene. We're totally getting flagged on YouTube for that shit. I don't care. Uh, you guys hate us anyways over there. Um, not you guys watching and listening, but... Um, but that's it is such a great scene. It's I, I, the, the amount of time I hate Robert De Niro. He's gone total commie on us. I uh, probably always been that way. But the amount of times I've referenced that line uh, is is oh, yeah. probably more than I'm comfortable to say out loud. <laughs> I mean, I, I say that all the time. We actually have it on tape here at the studio. I'm sure so, we do. Yeah. I'm sure we do. There's all sorts of stuff on tape that you don't want to see here uh, at the studio here at Red Beach Studios. But uh, okay, we're gonna. <laughs> We're gonna toss it to uh, to RVM Roundup here. We're gonna we'll, we'll bring back the um, post show press conference tomorrow. We we opted to go with milking humans and and just the anatomy <laughs> of nipples in general tonight. Uh, uh, um, <clears throat> so we'll do that. Speaking of nipples, Chad Caton's coming up at the top of the hour here. He's got great nipples. Um, I there do. he is. He he does have. I mean, I've seen him so many times. Many times. I can't even tell you how many. I've I've referenced Robert De Niro's quote as many times as I've seen Chad Caton's nipples, and I enjoy the hell out of both of them. So make sure you stick around for spectacular for, for Chad. They are spectacular. They just are. We're gonna throw some surprises his way. It's going to be phenomenal as as usual. So stick around. RVM Roundup's coming up next. Colonel Rob Manus right after Chad. We hope to see you tomorrow Thursday. Have a great night. Be safe. Be smart. Be free.
Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the wellness company's emergency medical kit comes Over in. 40% of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. Medical emergency kits with ivermectin. The kit contains eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, they are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember... The land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. RV 